Welcome back to the Science Fiction Film Podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Matthew. And on this week's podcast, we are talking about The Mummy from 1999, directed by Steven Sommers. How, dude, how hot is Imhotep? Imhotep, dude, he's a fucking sexy man. He, well, like, sure. Is he the sexiest guy ever? As as a like, he's cra- so sexy. I want him to win. I'm like, <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> Don't you kind of want like this is the bad guy. This is like the 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 adolescent fantasy where you're like I want the bad guy to win and for for him to tr- flip the girl to his side. <laughs> a right? little bit, like because flip I, the flip the girl to your side and just win. I mostly just feel bad for him. I'm like, he's he's fucking sexy, dude. He's got it going on. Him and his girl are having a great time. Ruined by her shit. You know, he's Mr. Steal Your Girl, but, but for steal, the right cause. Steal your, steal your wife. Steal your boss's wife, man. <laughs> Absolutely. But hey, he, pharaohs were dicks. Yeah, it's true. But man, I got to tell you, that is the hottest. That, that, uh, Anxunamun, I get it, I was it, just man. about to say, yeah, the both of them. I'm like, yeah, it's a hot-ass ancient power couple, man. It is absolutely, and it's funny. This movie is too funny. For some reason, <laughs> while watching it, I just imagine Brendan Fraser's like floppy hair, right? <laughs> I mean, Brendan Fraser, but he's this, got he's got swashbuckle yeah, I, I, hair. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Egyptians mm-hmm. back in the day didn't have these kinds of those legs and that ass. That's Latina, man. <laughs> There's no question about oh, it. That is out of place and out of context. <laughs> that's not where that those. They didn't look like that, right? <laughs> You're like, that. I have spotted a historical inaccuracy too thick. I mean, it's, she's thick, but not, but not like big thick. No, fantastic. She's, she's yeah. a, a formidable specimen. Between the two of them, it's kind of like, you know, fuck that SETI guy with his ding dong hat. Also, <laughs> I love how all the hot people in this are not Egyptian. <laughs> right. The fucking white guy. He's South Africa. I'm from South Africa, and I can't think of a better man to play him except than a South African. <laughs> then a blimey South My African. South Africa. My name is Arnold Vosloo, and I'm going to play a powerful <laughs> mummy. A little bit of a dirty old mummy boy. This is before the internet made us feel bad about our choices. <laughs> <laughs> You know oh, yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, because you still have you know, Patricia Velasquez. That's her name. Oh, yeah. Anxu. Yeah. Have you seen her in other things? I The name Dude, didn't jump out at me. She is in fucking Arrested Development as as um Job's, like, hot girlfriend that they ended up recasting or something. Oh, wow. No, didn't catch that shit at all. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Not familiar. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's awesome, man. Well, hot damn. And I'm well, shit. I've had it really intrusive. She's an started. award-winning actress, Matthew, and a history-making supermodel. A staunch philanthropist. <laughs> staunch philanthropist. What a weird way staunch to Staunch Who writes staunch. this? I don't care who wants me to give their money. I'm gonna fucking give you that money. She's South American, actually. She's from um she's from Venezuela, so she got out the fuck out of there while the getting was good. <laughs> Came to America to indulge in capitalism. God bless her. (laughs) That ass sells. She was in the L word, which means you know there's videos of her out there munching box. (laughs) Is that why they're cast? Yeah. 
That's the L word. The L word, yeah. You know the, the L word, right? The L word's the lesbian word. Yeah. Oof. Right? I haven't seen it, but. It's a creepy word. It makes them sound scary and odd. <laughs> sort of. L word, oh. Indiscernible and ah, and like you, you're not sure if it's some sort of, uh, you know, like a condition. <laughs> makes it makes it Harry Potter-esque. You're like, why, why would, can't you just say it? It's the ancient tomb of the lesbian. <laughs> we must crack it open and learn the mysteries of the lesbian. <laughs> but but we must wear the proper masks and the proper protection from our from our gods, lest we be stricken with lesbian. <laughs> lesbian. Which we don't want. But yeah, it's uh it's a it's a bang your boss's wife movie. It is true. And then he's like, I'm gonna fucking stab her or something to do some sort of immortality. <laughs> well right? not her. First they kill the uh the the Pharaoh, mm. but then she kills herself because she's all like, Oh, my my boyfriend. No worries there. He's uh, he works with some of some of the old black magic shit. He's gonna get me back in like twenty minutes. I'm gonna be pulled right back out of the underworld, and everything's gonna be swell. Yeah, uh, and it didn't work out that way. No, she stabbed herself in the belly. She did. Yeah, because she knew she could be resurrected Man, by her I mean, hot she, ass boyfriend with magic powers. I mean, she saw a gang of various shades of brown men approaching her with large knives and thought it was time to end it. <laughs> Like, I got this. I mean, it's, My hot you know, fucking boyfriend will, will fucking have me back. He will. He's from South Africa. And if there's anything we know, if there are any experts in Egyptian culture and mummy lore, right? This is exactly <laughs> how it was, man. <laughs> Pretty precise how did they lose? Way. You'd probably win. Wait, if who? you, Egypt. No, the Egyptians. Oh, yeah. At their height? I mean, they got magic. First of all, you got magic. <laughs> Moses so fucked it all me. up, right? Was it Moses the one that fucked it up? I don't know anything Moses about that. Moses fucked it up pretty bad. Yeah, he fucked them up. Stole all their slaves. Which is crazy that now. they cast a Jew as the lead. Wait, Ding. what? Yeah, Frazier. Oh. Well, you know that? Did you no. see the movie where they make fun of him for being a Jew? School Ties? <laughs> no. Fucking dude, you have to watch School Ties. Not seen it. Didn't even hear of it, actually. Never seen it. You'll mm-hmm. never, and they got the perfect Lily White guy. In that movie, uh, as a child, and his name is um, Matthew. Uh, what's his name? Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon, otherwise He's known a, as Hollywood's perfect. Little you don't white know about child. you don't know about Brendan Fraser in school. I mean, everybody knows Encino Man. Probably a bad choice, by the way. <laughs> what's why is Brendan Fraser basically Chernobyl after a certain year? Wait, what? Well, back. I'll get. Hold on, Brendan Fraser, Matt Damon, Chris O'Donnell. Oh, okay. Ben, Affle- a- ben Affleck, you know him? Oh, I heard of him. Ben Affleck, isn't it? Anthony Rapp. It's a boys' school. And they're like, eh, Joes. <laughs> and the kids are all like brainwashed by their white dads. Eh, <laughs> Joes. Right. And then they like <laughs> put a Nazi fucking, what do they call it? They put a swastika over his bed. And they're like, eh, Joes. <laughs> and then he's outside, <laughs> sitting in the rain, looking all hot with his wet t-shirt on. And he's like, cowards! And he wants to fight him. And you're like, yeah, he's a tough Jew. I love it. He's going to fight Get him, him all. Get him. Don't stand for this nonsense. You have to deal with this hatred, as it were. They teased him. And I did also thought, see him in Dudley Do-Right. Whoopsie. So there's that. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> probably a mistake. Right? George of the Jungle, also a fan when it came out. But the mummy's as, huge, As man. I was a child for that. The mummy's a big time movie. The Mummy is some big shit, though. It's a yeah. big, it's a big film, dude. It is. Brendan Fraser is not an old guy, although he does look a little bit like they pulled him out of a river after three days. 
<laughs> he's got that kind of bloated, loaded. I mean, he's not. Bar. He's not in his George of the Jungle shape. He got. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's what got him this role, right? George of the Jungle. That was before. That was right? a couple years before. Ninety-seven yeah. or some shit. Uh huh. George of the Jungle, dude. Oh, what? Here's what happened. Brendan Fraser. They stopped casting movies where he's playing. You know, like I don't know. He just. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, no, you know, if you're if you're trying to solve the riddle of why did Brendan Fraser fade away, is it because <laughs> of Looney the, Tunes? The afterlife of Hollywood, Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> the Mummy Returns was pretty big, though. That was also I saw that one in theaters. I saw both of those, uh, the first two in theaters. Never saw the the last one where it's Jet Li Mummy. Oh, Never is saw it? That does he do karate at them? I probably because they do though. It's like set in China, and they're like, "Oh, he's gonna be the ancient Chinese emperor," and it's Jet Li, so of course he's gonna you know fucking kick. Did or they? You, have, you, you ain't paying good money to get Jet Li and not get some kicks. Did they have mummies in Japan or China? I guess. Did I they? They know. wrapped them up like that. I don't know. Is, well, they, they, I haven't seen the movie, like, Dean. I don't know. Well, I gotta know. Did they wrap them up like ninjas? I know it was something about like the terracotta army, and like, oh, that's my army. That all whole right. thing. Okay, you know, got it. Yeah, yeah. The that's about it, though. That's about that's about all I know about that movie. Jet Li's the guy, Terracotta Army. There we go. Yeah, this movie's crazy, man. You can't fuck the boss's wife, Matt. I know. It's that not going to fatal mistake. Fatal mistake, and especially when your ruler is considered not just a ruler politically, but a god. It's probably yeah, like you have a theocracy across him. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty dumb ways to run countries, huh? It's not great. Yeah. Don't it's say that about any of the countries in the Middle East, though, or you'd be a hate monger. <laughs> it's you can't do that. Sticky situation. Ben Affleck will yell at you, I hear. He'll find me. He'll call you in his my window. So you better watch your ass. Oh, but yeah, it's kind of weird. This uh this movie's I don't know what this this is a weird one to talk about, man, but but I but I'm happy we're talking about it. I've been I've been really sort of licking my chops to go back and watch this. Me too, because this was this was big for me when I came, when it first came out. Uh, yeah. You know, I was at pretty much the right age for this, uh, and this was this was kind of the big theater movie when it popped out, and I didn't know anything about it going in. Like I remember no lead up to this, no trailers that looked cool or anything, um, and I just I remember going to go see it and just being completely blown away by this movie when it was in theaters. Uh, and did you, honestly, did you, um, did you get like a poster and stuff? How blown away? What, how did it, what did it do to you after that day? So you, the credits roll, Matthew, mm-hmm. paint a picture. Ooh. Uh, the credits roll just, and you go, wow, we, <laughs> I mean, how, did how, I run out going, you? I want to be just like Rick O'Connell. Not really that. It was more the effects. It was more ju- the, the sand okay. effects, the mummy effects, the, just the size of this movie, the scale of it was fucking impressive and, and honestly i still think that shit looks as good mostly there's a few times where i think we get some close-ups on on cg effects that eh, maybe not have aged as well but the overall just size of this movie is fucking impressive and i i don't remember seeing a creature like that like this is like the first cg fully head-to-toe cg creature walking around where you can see the ins and outs of its fucking organs and flesh that i remember being just like Let's, but when I say blown away, I'm blown away by that. Where I'm like, mm. wow, I can see this thing moving around and it actually looks like a real zombie, <laughs> not like a dude in makeup. Yeah, it's visually kind of impressive. I, I, yeah, man. And I think it holds up. It even is great. all these years on. Yeah, it's a big time visual. That that was something that I found shocking, dude. Um, when I you also first found saw it. it. 
no, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch this. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> you were over it by by the time this came out. See, nah, dude. I had the movie Black Hole around this time. Oh, why was that? Because of um, I don't even remember why. <laughs> you, you were on movie strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was champion. Uh, I was the champion of. Um, no, I don't know why. Well, in 99, I was busy, I guess. Too busy to go see this. <laughs> the uh, whole year. Dude, are you free to see a movie yet? Not it, yet. It's still 99. To be perfectly frank, dude, I probably was just watching The Matrix at the time. True. True. I mean, this was great. It's no Matrix. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah. So, um, Brendan Fraser, though, what happens uh-huh. if somebody else get this, gets this movie? What, what happens to the mummy? What do you think you of know, Brendan Fraser? Honestly, I think he's fucking great in this. Like, I think I think he's perfectly fine. And I've always liked Brendan Fraser. I've actually always thought he was a good actor, a funny actor, good timing, solid charisma, charisma, whatever you want to fucking in, say. In, he's he's in got what, it. In what movies would you say this is true? For one, this one. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I haven't seen The Mummy Returns in a long time, and I've heard that that one especially doesn't hold up as well, but I remember fucking loving the hell out of it as a kid. I remember that was equally awesome to me. Um, so I, I was a fan of that. And mostly the rest of the stuff I saw that he was in was the comedy stuff, like Bedazzled and fucking Monkey Bone and shit like that. Oof. And I liked those. I, mean, <laughs> I know. I'm sure they're fucking rough now, but I thought he was fucking funny back in the day. Got and it. so I, I knew him mostly from comedy, but honestly, this is probably still the biggest single Brendan Fraser movie for me. Um, I've seen Airheads once, also a long time ago, so I don't really remember it super well, but I remember thinking it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this was the movie. And I honestly, I think this movie, it's because the effects are strong enough that they've held up even over like shit almost 20 years um, I think that that's a big pillar of why this movie is still works. But the other side of that is the cast, the actual casting. Like I think Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz, uh, and even our our boy Imhotep, like they're all really good. They actually just kind of fill these roles really, really well. There you go, man. It's getting real serious. <laughs> Getting real deep. Getting real serious about the mummy, and I don't know how to handle it. So oh, no. I'm going to handle like I handle anything else here in my life. I'm just going to make jokes about it because I don't know how to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? I mean, roll DiCap- them out. DiCaprio almost had it, right? Did he? DiCaprio, really? He was doing the beach, though. Oh, interesting. And he actually even asked them if they could pause production, which is hilarious because he had no pullback then. And they're like, no. No, you little turd. <laughs> We're going to keep doing this, and you're going to fucking enjoy your weed beach movie. Yeah, it's Take true. Take the paycheck. I always imagined, like, I don't know, I could imagine, like, Danza in this role, maybe. Tony Danza when he's young, floppy hair, <laughs> running around doing his thing. Evidently, Tom Cruise was considered for this part, and he did end up being in that remake of The Mummy, which I heard was fucking god-awful. Um, which I'm like, I could kind of, I could maybe see Tom Cruise doing this role. Leonardo DiCaprio, I can't. Like, that actually is weird to me. Yeah, I could see him though doing like uh, a less. Yeah, it probably be more is. serious, especially like. for that for his age at the time. Brendan Fraser is yeah. a weird dude. He has this look about him where he's like always thirty, and then one day he's fifty. <laughs> yes, I do agree with that. <laughs> Even as a kid, he's thirty looking. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't look young. 
<laughs> but he doesn't look old. Right. He's just a born man. Yeah. I love his floppy hair, though. It's adorable. It is real floppy. I want to toss it around. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my, my outside of airheads, my Brendan Fraser life is like Encino, man. Yeah, see, that's the movie everybody talks about with Brendan Fraser. Like, ah, Encino, man. And I'm like, I think I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, really it's 92, sure. so it might be a little going back. But it's, so like, Encino, man, school ties. I remember With Honors was kind of a big deal. My high school girlfriend liked that movie. But um, yeah, man, nothing else really stands out to me. So I take it you don't have big, warm, stirring feelings for Brendan Fraser. Not particularly. Yeah. He's he's like one of the, because he's comes he was like my generation kind of guy, right? He's like well maybe maybe 10 years older than me. So like all these actors that are about 10 years older than me, like you kind of grow up right when they're getting big, right? Right. And then one day he was just kind of gone. It's true. Yeah. And I feel like that was that was with the end of the uh, the Mummy franchise really. And he did more stuff after that, but it's all it's a lot more like side kind of cameo roles and shit. Yeah. Voice right. roles even. Yep. It says here that Brendan James Fraser was born in Indianapolis and that he is of Irish, Scottish, German, Czech, and French Canadian ancestry. As his parents right. frequently moved, Brendan can claim affinity with Ottawa, Indianapolis, Detroit, Seattle, London, and Rome. Um well, I thought he was Jewish. Fraser, I figured as much. Maybe he is. I guess he still can be of that religion. <laughs> He's <laughs> true. I don't know. <laughs> I do. Now, one thing I ran across uh, just kind of reading about this movie and Brendan Fraser and everything that I did not know, that uh, evidently, so the stunts Fraser performed in his action roles eventually required him to undergo several surgeries over a period of seven years, including a partial knee replacement, a laminectomy, and vocal cord surgery. And a laminectomy, uh, if you don't know it, because I sure fucking didn't, is a major spine operation. Uh, and where they actually, I think they remove a portion of some of your vertebrae. So yeah, now that I'm, when I, when I think about it more, I'm like, maybe, maybe he just really had gotten physically fucked up and had to just take it a lot easier. Got it. Cause that's pretty rough. Yeah. I heard it was pretty bad. Like he had to be resuscitated and everything. Like he, he wasn't breathing. Oh, in this movie. Yeah. 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 The, the hanging scene. Yeah. They used the wrong fucking harness and he was like blacked out for like almost 30 seconds or something like that. Oh, here we go. There's a website just for me, jewornotjew.com. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, verdict, not a Jew. And, and you know what they say? It's because of school ties. Everyone thinks he's Jewish, which is exactly what I did because I was a child. <laughs> Playing a Jew There's doesn't a make you one. For this. It's amazing. <laughs> jewornotjew.com. I highly recommend it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they just have a list. Oh, yeah. Pauly Short, so be- definitely a Jew. So you can be like, are they, are they? No, they're not. Okay. Now we yeah. know. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Why is it saying, <laughs> this website's weird. It says, sadly, a Jew. Oh. Is this a white supremacist website I've stumbled oh, on? Oh, fuck. Did we just stumble into some asshole's website? <laughs> Why is it saying, sadly? Is it because they don't like him? What about Yakov Shmirnov? Oh, just says Jew. Oh, okay. So this is like the Jewish gatekeepers. They're like, well, Dice is, but that's sad because he says bad things, naughty words. Because, <laughs> well, you know, when I click on Jerry Seinfeld, it's his Jew scores 13 and he's definitely a Jew. And it's not sadly a Jew. Right. So they're not, they're not ashamed sadly. of him. Hey, what are you going to do? We don't like Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, and I just, checked, 
I just checked on the Simpsons character Duffman and also, sadly, a Jew. Sadly, I guess they don't like him. Jason Alexander, <laughs> Jew. Here's one. Michael Richards, they'll say sadly because of his N-word rant. I bet you any money. <laughs> oh, he's not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> this game's more fun than this movie. Oh, my God. All right. Let me close that Well, they have a now. whole category just for sociopaths? Pretty funny, right? <laughs> Tom Cruise is on there? What? I mean, it starts saying Irish, Scottish, German. I mean, you start getting possible Jewishness with German. Irish, Scottish, probably not. French, Canadian, probably not. Czech, I mean, whatever. Right? <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. I'm starting to lose confidence that I claimed he was Jewish. Also, they have his height at six, two and three quarters inches. That's stupid. Just say six, three. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can we talk so about weird. Hot Mummy? Hot Mummy. Yes. Who's hotter, dude? The okay. mummy or the the um the protector? The mummy or the protector? Wait, what's Ar- the protector? Uh, uh, um, his name is Ardeth Bay. He does the voiceover. He's the guy on the horse. Oh, the the Maji Maji. Uh, yeah. Fuck. How do you the say Maji. it again? The Maji. Maji. They're like the yeah. secret society protector. I love. First of all, I love shit like this. I love secret societies that protect things. Right. And hey, evidently this is actually real. Yes. Uh, I don't think they protect, you know, the secret magic of uh, of a dead emperor forever, but they were actually an Egyptian police force. Yes. That's actually pretty cool. It's pronounced Medje, I guess, over Medjay. there. That's not how they say it in this movie, though. Um, <laughs> Hell no. After the 20th dynasty, uh, the Medje is no longer found in Egyptian records. It's unknown whether they, the Medje as an occupation has been abolished or the name of the force has changed. However, there's speculation that a group of people called Medid who fight against Kush during the 5th, 4th centuries BC might have been related to the Medje. In media, Mummy. <laughs> uh, mummy returns in the video game Assassin's Creed Origins. Cool. Oh. Hmm. Uh, okay. He's a handsome okay. guy. So yeah, handsome, in fact, Dash. that they decided not to cover him with tattoo, fake tattoos. That was the director's choice. They're oh, like, really? he's too good looking to cover with tattoos because <laughs> apparently they're supposed to be head to toe, like covered. And he's like, no, nah, this guy's too good looking for that. <laughs> it's really funny. He's too dashing of a man. Yes. Gotta, gotta let him shine. Absolutely. Yeah, lots of sexy man beef in this movie. This is a fucking, this is I mean, a, this is a feast for the eyes. It's a classic beef report episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rachel Weiss is hot. Fantastic. Obviously, the uh, the mummy broad in the beginning is hot as shit. But sadly, she's, she's, she's not in the movie too long, so we're we're forced to just have Rachel Weisz. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. This is one of those instances where I'm just glad that women um, don't appear in this movie as much as men. It's a good thing. You know? <laughs> Got Got to keep them down, you know? I know. I just don't want to be <laughs> distracted, Matthew. I'm trying to enjoy the theater experience. I don't need a bunch of hot women running around distracting me. <laughs> distracting me from all these hot, lickable men. <laughs> trying to focus. <laughs> so just remember that I am, um, I'm just looking out for you ladies, okay? <laughs> Harvey, no problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so we got to meet the characters, right? <laughs> yes, Dean, we do have to start the listen, movie proper. We're, well, we're fine, dude. We got to relax. <laughs> listen, LSG, we got to relax a little. Can't be so uptight. Everybody okay? get loose. Everybody's going to get a little loosey goose, right? Hear that? <laughs> a little loosey goose. We're going to relax. We're going to have fun, Matthew. People are going to put this episode on and they're going to go, I can't tear my ears away. Fuck Joe Rogan. I want to listen to this. 
<laughs> I want to learn nothing and laugh at candy. <laughs> laugh at yummy candy. Big mm. box of nerds that you just turn up upside down into your mouth. Damn, I miss nerds. Hey, they still make them. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you, you don't just <laughs> but diabetes eat, now. You don't like, just eat fun. boxes of sugar as a grown up, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So they bury this guy. They do. They they scarabs. mummify him alive. What's Cut up with scarabs? This is um this is some old bullshit. <laughs> they definitely don't do this. I think they're just a pretty harmless beetle. Don't um, they but eat, I love that. Aren't they aren't they carpophage? Cor- is that the one I'm looking for? Do they eat poop? Yeah, uh, yeah. See now that's what, well there's dung beetles that specifically do that. I don't know if these are like the same or whatever. I feel like they just took that like that slow moving ass but cool looking beetle that's like in the desert and they're like, ah, let's we'll make it eat people. <laughs> That'll be cool. But dude, that was another thing that stood out to me as a kid with this. That freaked me out to hell. The the, the lump under the skin moving mm, around. I hate that <clears throat> shit. Oh yeah, and this is the. I mean, so many movies have copied that shit since. So the, all the body horror movies do that thing, where it's like you can see the ripples of their skin moving around while something's crawling underneath it. Uh, this is the first time I remember ever seeing that, uh, because honestly, I think this is the first time they were capable of CG that could do that. Scarabaeus saker, or commonly called the sacred scarab, is a species of dung beetle. <laughs> Very Terrifying. scary. Terrifying. <laughs> shit eater. Fucking huge though. Um, <laughs> and then a lot of the artifacts were just made after them. It's a shit beetle. You made am you made amulets out of shit beetles. <laughs> out of the old shit beetles. It's really I mean, funny. They you are build very a fucking cool. pyramid, but you don't know the beetle eats shit, and then you immortalize it like on your money or something. <laughs> Really I mean, weird. maybe they knew. They, maybe they thought that was cool. Like, ah, like, the, the, the noble shit rollers. Ah, uh, the noble shit rollers. Next time the Jew comes through, we will scare them away with our poop beetle. <laughs> I don't think they wanted to scare them away. I think they wanted to enslave them all, Dean. Oh, you know. But after the, after the revenge, right? The Bible, I think this is what happens. Stop me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Moses comes in, breaks out of the chains. They fight back, kill a bunch of people, right? Is that wrong? Do, I don't even know. Do they? I don't. I think they just ran away. They did. They ran away. The 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 yeah Moses and and all his Jew friends. Okay, that's cool. Is that why he part of the Red Sea to run yeah. away? Right, well, cool. yeah, and then he killed him with the sea. That's what he did. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. All Old right, time religion. Yeah. Well, I should know all this, but you I should. Don't. But um, you're a Hawking center, and you're going to hell. I might start reading the Bible. Why not? <laughs> Come on, come on, Dean. You want you me to gotta, put it on the shelf? Lie. You don't got to lie on you the want, podcast. You want me to you put it on the shelf? Say so you're going to read the Bible. Should I put it on the shelf with the other books I'm going to read? Yeah, put it right up there. <laughs> Along with Jesus's hopes and expectations. Oh. <laughs> Watch it. So oh, they bury shit. him with the Beatles, which is a horrific thing. And, you know, you fucked the boss's Yeesh. wife. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kinda, know, that's how it goes. They chop your tongue off and everything else. They wrap you up. And uh, boy, there's a lot of claustrophobia happening there. Well, they, they lock them up with that cool little key. A technical oh, people, yeah. the Egyptians. <laughs> Technically advanced. The, the, the title card's awful. And then we, <laughs> it's bad. That's fine though. And then we hop right into uh, a bunch of uh, French Legionnaire popping around. And how do you say it? Hamunaptra. Yeah, the city of the dead, Hamonotra. Hamonotra, 1923. And uh, we got a battle going on. 
You know, I, so, I, I'm not going to pretend that I did a ton of deep research on this, but I did try and find. I'm like, what was this conflict? What would, what was the French Legion doing in Egypt? What was that whole war? And I can't find anything about the French Legion ever being in Egypt. Like they were in Algeria, they were in a lot of places, kind of near a by. But I'm like, I don't think they were ever in Egypt. Uh, fucking eh, all right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. But I was just curious. Got me curious, anyways. There, well, there was the revolution in in the right a few years before this with the British, right? <clears throat> the Egyptians, the British were occupying Egypt and Sudan, oh, and okay. the Egyptians were so like, maybe, "Get the fuck out of here!" Right? So maybe they were uh, aiding the British at this point. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're not Frenchies. Maybe they just are dressed like that, and they're supposed to be British. No, they're supposed was, to be. They're supposed to be French legionnaires because they they mentioned that. Is it literally said? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't like write down the line, but yeah, they say it. Got it. When they got the hats, I don't see John Claude Van Damme in there though. Fucking jump split kicking these guys as they rush in on horses. That's why they got fucking lost, Dean. Yeah, baby. Because also, hey man, the fucking odds on this battle. I mean, what do what do they got? Like I don't know, fifty, sixty guys with small arms, uh, and they are having. I probably two to three thousand guys on mounted cavalry fucking charging at them. Like I'm not. A, hey, take a drink. I'm not a general. I'm not a, stat, uh, a tactician. Hey. But uh, I think you might want to pull out of this engagement. I don't think it's going to go really well. You don't have fucking artillery. You don't got machine guns. It ain't nothing. Seems poorly thought out, doesn't it? Seems pretty shit-tastic. A couple of machine guns might have changed things. Well, we also learned about our friend Benny. Who uh, runs away and throws his gun on the ground as he runs away? Yep. I was like, "Why?" Apparently, he's <laughs> Hungarian. Benny is. Yeah, he. Okay. There's there's a moment with a dialogue when he's speaking in another language and it says Hungarian, like in subtitles. Ah, yes, the old shifty Hungarian stereotype. Yeah, well, I mean, at least he's a white guy playing, you know, <laughs> whitish people. <laughs> That's true. They're kind of mud people, but you know. <laughs> Uh, mud people. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. No. They're um they're Dracula types, right? Yeah, that's see now that's more accurate. They're like the Dracula type of people. Dracula type. They're all they're either Draculas or <laughs> horrified townsfolk. Welcome to my home. I think is <laughs> what he says if you translate it. Transylvania. But, uh, Hungarian. No, Hungarians are pretty rad, right? He's um but he's Irish as anything, this guy. Benny? Oh, couldn't be more Irish. He's uh, in a bunch of movies, this guy. Kevin J. O'Connor. Ooh. O'Connor. He O'Connor. is, you know what he could be? You know, you know who represents him, right? No. Sniveling agency. Oh, true. Big time. Well, and actually, you know, it's crazy. It's probably where he made his connection with uh, Paul Dano on There Will Be Blood because he was uh, Daniel Plainview's brother yes, in that movie. Yes, dude. Yes. There we go. Now you it's all, that's how they met. Yeah, it's Henry. He's like, you have an agent that I can maybe work with too? And then Dan, and Paul Dana was like, yeah, I think I got an agent that you could probably work with too. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, and then, and then, Jay, and then Daniel J. Lewis walks into the room and he just like picks his foot up because it's soaking wet because these two guys are in there just sniveling. <laughs> he wipes it off on his shirt. Yeah. Here. He puts, Little wipes his bitch. boot off on the bat, on their back, their white shirt. It's just. <laughs> Tear juice everywhere. Fucking old pissy eyes. <laughs> just wet eyes. <laughs> you soppy-eyed cunts. <laughs> Little soppy-eyed bastards. I'll box your ear. So um, we see some magic stuff here. 
and then all these guys run away. Then they do. That's it. They see one one sandy face tries to emerge from the ground, and they turn tail and run. And our guy, man, our guy, uh, Artis, the the sexy uh, the sexy Maji guy. Yeah, man, third <laughs> hot slice of beefcake up in here. He's like the desert will kill them, and if not, my looks will. Oh no, they being bros. Look but at um, me. look at me. It's crazy. You're lucky I am not in America. I said, take all your women. <laughs> and uh, so he's just there doing his thing. And then we go to the museum. We have a ticket. And we meet our bookish Evie. Our bookish sweet Evie, who, by 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 the way, I'm pretty sure, let's see, this is 99. I, I didn't look it up, but my crush on Rachel Wise started in, which I'm sure you uh-huh. and Josh both detest, but enemy at the gates. Ah, I fucking loved that movie. Loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the one where she jerks him off, right? In the barracks. <laughs> in that super gross, sweaty barracks in like Stalingrad. Yeah. 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 She, uh, that's why I thought she might go for um, her own brother here. Cause that's, he's like that stuck, like kind of torpy English twat, as you'd say. <laughs> he's got that torpiness to him. That's the, isn't that what, um, who's the guy she jerks off? It's not Ed Harris, right? She wouldn't jerk no, off the Jude Nazi. Law. Yeah, she. It'd be weird. It'd be weird for the Russian girl to jerk off the Nazi. Yeah, it's unrealistic. It doesn't happen that often. But and actually, that this movie, uh, Enemy at the Gates, was made after the Mummy. So I definitely saw the Mummy first. But I remember the Enemy at the Gates was the one I was obsessed with, and just like, oh, hot, dirty Rachel Weisz. More particularly, if Rachel Weisz isn't an Enemy at the Gates, I think the spell is lifted. <laughs> if she is, isn't, isn't. If she isn't in the movie, the spell is lifted on you. Your love of that movie. Oh, well, she is, so. I'm speculating. <laughs> okay, yes and? Podcaster 101, Matthew. Speculate. Speculate into into possibility. Oh, that's what we do. So she's a bookish type, and this guy's like, I don't know why we let you drive and have votes, but you should not be here. <laughs> I mean, she does, <sighs> in his defense, she does knock over about 400,000 books. Just all over the goddamn place in a very hilarious Charlie Chaplin kind of way. Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> Just knock over this fucking one ladder and all of these bookcases stacked perfectly like dominoes, which were not secured to the floor or ceiling in any way. Yep. We made her ding dong brother who lifted this thing off of some prisoner down in, it was found in Thebes or some shit. Doesn't really matter, but it's this artifact. Right. Yeah, I love how he did. he's so fucking blasé about how he got it. He's like, oh, whatever. Definitely didn't just like rip it off of some poor bastard. And this is where they learn about Hamanapra, right? Dear God, don't be ridiculous, says the curator. We're scholars, not treasure hunters. Treasure hunters. And, uh, you know, the Arabs talk about it to amuse the Greeks, right? And all the blather throughout the city being protected by the curse of the mummy. Indeed. Mm. Well, he says, here's what I'm going to do, because this is a fool's errand. I'm going to burn this map. But he doesn't do it on purpose. <laughs> well, he oh, totally he does. does. He does. He but does. Okay. at this moment, they don't realize. He, but I love how, how obvious it is when you watch him do it. He's just like, oh, oh, oh no, it's on fire. <laughs> As he's just like holding it up to the fucking thing. Uh, and when they put it out, he's like, well, it's probably for the better. Yeah, that it's burned. Who cares? Makes me think he's part of the uh, secret society himself. Protecting things, man. Oh, and then we go to meet Encino Man himself. To meet him and all of looking his... like he was just thought out, but <laughs> that's true. But he's got them sparkly ass teeth and polished. Sure was like, "What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy, the weasel." 
<laughs> the wings are long. <laughs> um, but what is fucking up with all of his pals in these gerbil wheels that they have just running outside? I don't know, dude. Is, is that a torture? <laughs> is that, We're going to increase like, your VO2 max. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I, I actually even paused it to look. And I'm like, is it connected to something? Is it like, is it grinding up like grain? No, it's not. It's just one guy's in the wheel running and the other guy's like holding a stick. Like that's, I guess it's just a torture. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Never noticed that before. And then we meet Mohammed Afifi who plays the hangman. And you know, he's a grubby type. I'm just a grubby prison ward type. I'm a hangman, but I am an incompetent. You have nothing to worry about from your desert enemies, America. <laughs> basically what they're trying to teach us. And, uh, well. I'm basically Wado. Yeah, basically. Isn't that who he is? <laughs> I mean, not far off. Not far off. And I wouldn't be surprised, Matthew, if it was, in fact, him. <laughs> the, the very same voice actor. But it's funny, he's so. so low. He's so low on the fucking list. As far uh, as the cast goes? Yeah, he's Moroccan, this cat. <laughs> Just yeah. put him all, ah, he's Moroccan, put him all the way at the bottom. Yeah. Put him, he's lower than the mummy girl, who's in it for four minutes. Oh, that's weird. Because he actually seconds. has lines and is in the movie for like a good 15 minutes. Also, what are they doing hanging Brendan Fraser? <laughs> dude, are you talking about when they drop him? Yeah, they fucked him up. Yeah, they did. And dude, when you see how far they drop him down, like even with a harness and everything, I'm like, that's a, that's a solid drop to a, just have your body fucking ripped against. Yeah, he had to be resuscitated, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. Well, and you, also, I mean, you would it, almost honestly, argue that a part of him did die that day, and it was his movie career. <laughs> just a little bit, the seed. Just a little bit. It was the beginning. You can't cheat death too often. I'm told. <laughs> it was. It was his own black magic game trying to cheat death. <laughs> he said, like, "Take my movie winning. career, but let me breathe again. Let me breathe." Ah, uh, but no, dude. That's the biggest fantasy of this movie that that fall wouldn't just break mm-hmm. your fucking neck. He did because it absolutely would. <laughs> Yep. Ugh. So um, because of the thing getting burned, they are like, oh, he's like, oh, I know where it is. Oh, so yeah. she saves him, right? He offers offers up. 25% of the treasure to the warden guy. And she just has the vapors for him already. Because oh. he did grab her and kiss her right through his jail cell before he was being hung. With God knows what kind of fucking desert breath he had. Oh, yeah. Just total garbage breath. Eating dung beetles and drinking piss. <laughs> I mean, I think they probably fed him food. I don't know. That's not what I hear about prison over there. <laughs> Here's this the shit beetle. We didn't even wipe it off. It's been I, busy today. I hear prisons in Egypt in the twenties were pretty tough for the <laughs> for the white man. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure they had at least pan fried rat. <laughs> it's funny they're all being so nice to these people, and they're like, "We just kicked you out of here, <laughs> and you just won't leave." So they got, a, they got an adventure, Matt. Tell me about the adventure, and we'll, we'll, we'll get on the boat and go for a little swim. Oh, our, our first leg of the adventure, onto the boat, because they're going to go to Hamanoptera, because he's been there. He's seen it. And her brother, who oh, we forgot to mention, he also punched in the face. Through He basically punched her brother, kissed her, and then got hung. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't that, matter, but, though, does it? Dad, the don't face matter. punch? Nah. So don't matter. Detail uh, doesn't matter. 
<laughs> but they get on board the ship to start yep. heading down to Hamanaptra. Because our guy knows um, where it is, right? He, he, does. he does. Yeah. Well, cause he's actually, you know, he's been there. He's seen it. Um, right. Weird, weird omission in the movie though, is how that like little key thing is what her brother got from him, <laughs> from Rick, but we never see him get it. Like we see him come across Hamanaptra and see the face in the sand and everything, but he never gets it. It's like a weird thing that you have to just catch in dialogue. Like, oh yeah, he had it and Jonathan yep. stole it from him at some point, I guess. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's a movie. You know, it's a make em up. It's one of them sillies. One of them make em ups. Eh, it's fine. But anyways, the real thing here is they come across the other expedition aboard this ship. The other rowdy American rascals in their Egyptian guide. They're um, all like the cheap versions of other actors. <laughs> Right, like the guy that plays Mr. Henderson is definitely like a knockoff of of like um like a Josh Brolin. Oh my God, that's true. He wicked is. And of course, we got the one guy who's uh, already a knockoff of Brendan Fraser, floppy haired, <laughs> floppy haired, big fucking scarf around his neck. No, that's the guy I was saying. The floppy haired guy is the guy I was saying looks like Josh Brolin, kind of. Oh, really? I thought it was more of the the block headed dude with the glasses. No, Who gets his the, eyes ripped out. The, the blockheaded guy with the glasses reminds me of like a um, like a Thoreau character. Like Justin Thoreau could play that character, you know. Oh, that's true. I could. See and that. then the other guy, uh, Mister Burns. Who could play him? Like um, who, who's the guy that plays Ant Man? That guy. Oh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd could play that guy. But no, <laughs> that's not who we have. And we're like, oh, it's fine. They're gonna have a competition, a professional rivalry. Matthew it always is a hoot. <laughs> A professional rivalry of mostly backpats and ah guffaws, but in real life it's like I'll just kill you when we get out there. <laughs> when we're in the desert, I'm gonna definitely murder you and take what you guys get. <laughs> because why wouldn't I? Yeah. But anyway, she's hoping to find a certain artifact, she tells him. A book, right? That is it. What is that book, Matthew? The book of the dead. Ooh. The ancient book of the dead. That sounds Egyptian as fuck. So Egyptian. Love the dead stuff, man. And this is where Rick tries to warn her a little bit about, I think there's nothing but evil out there. I don't know about this book. I don't know about treasure. That's just an evil fucking place. Rick O'Connell kind of sucks as a name, doesn't it? It's a little weird. It's the, the Rick, like it's just a regular ass name. Rick O'Connell. Like Indiana Jones is the name, dude. That's a fucking name. That's true. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like Rick's the problem. O'Connell's got a little bit of spice to it. It's definitely, you know, like an Irish name, but it's got some, it's got something to it. It just needs something else other than Rick. It needs like, I don't know, fucking shit. Would it be better to call him Dickie O'Connell? Eh, <laughs> sounds like a fucking. Too like, much? Ah, it's like a comedy character movie. It's a Kevin Spade movie. <laughs> Kevin Spade? Who's that? Kevin Spade. Oh my God, I'm fucking Ugh, what is, what what is his fucking name? David Kevin, Spade. David Spade. Guess what? Though? I combined Kevin James and David Spade. <laughs> None of it really matters, does it? Nah, it don't matter. What does matter is, despite his shitty name, he is in command of the situation. But things get weird on this boat pretty quick, Matt, because we got some saboteurs on board. People who don't want this to go down. Hell no. None of these Americans. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. And our girl, Rachel Weiss is, you know, she's drenched thinking about the nasty ass fucking dung beetle piss kiss, <laughs> which says something about the, uh, the men in England. And, um, she gets a little, uh, throat grab 
and the old hook to the face. Where is the map? Where is the key? <laughs> he looks so frail. Yeah, he, he does look a little rough. He does. He's like, oh, let me get behind him. Always with the two guns. <laughs> what is with that? Very video game character. A lot of, this is a video game, Matthew. Make no mistake about it. Oh, very video gamey. Yeah. It's very video gamey. But honestly, this this scene, once it kicks off, once the, you know, he actually uh, it starts attacking them, and you know, I like even the lead-up to it of where, basically, after he tosses Benny over the boat, Rick <laughs> notices the uh, wet footprints leading in where he didn't see anybody else coming in, and that's when he's able to, like, get into her room before the guy can do any real damage, the Majay, and start fighting him and blah, blah, blah. But once the, the thing kicks off and the fucking Jerry Goldsmith score kicks on he's great isn't he and we have the fire spreading and the gunfights and the fucking punches i'm like this is good fun ass swashbuckling errol flynn shit like i dig it like i actually really still enjoy this kind of action movie let's have a listen to some of that swashbuckling let's do it exciting i dig it man Occasion calls for it. So yeah, oh, man. Well, I'm so proper and British. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> not the hair. Don't throw me in. <laughs> Don't just frame all my colours or pop out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the the score is great. <clears throat> Jerry Goldsmith's awesome. And you know, I'm having a lot of fun here talking about this. We're busting on it a lot, but it's it is pretty. A, it's pretty much a fun movie. But I'll tell you, I kind of thought it was just junk back in the day which almost makes <laughs> me so think funny. that is do, do i am i am i just so starved for classic swashbuckling action that i'm like this isn't bad at all it's fine this movie yeah yeah no i mean i've always i've it was big for me then and i i think it holds up now because i think it it doesn't it understands what it is very well um and boy we have talked about some movies lately <laughs> that I feel like had a very hard time knowing what they were doing just at all. Just like, what, what is the tone of this movie? What's the, what are we going for? What's the point of our story? And yeah. boy, this one, this one is just fucking straightforward as, as it gets. Uh, the fucking mummy wants to re- resuscitate his lost love and will do anything to do, you know, to achieve this goal. And they have to stop him because in, by achieving that goal, he curses the world. And, uh, and they go and they shoot guns and blow stuff up in order to do it. And that's that. That's fucking, that. It's a fucking swashbuckling adventure, man. It's so simple. Which brings to... me to a question, man. Okay. All What's right. the last good swashbuckling movie that came out? Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. Damn. I got to be honest with you. The only one I can think of is the first Pirates movie. And that's like. I, I was just thinking that. Is that yeah. 20 years old yet? How old is that movie? It's coming up on it. I think it's like a 2003, 2004. So Fuck, man. I know. <laughs> I fucking know, man. But, but what is there outside? I mean, you know, we're not talking Errol Flynn, 1935, but I don't know. Um, I like Zorro movies, but there hasn't been a great <laughs> Zorro movie in a while either. Has there ever no. been one? I know the mark I mean, of Zorro from the 40s, but like. I mean, I, the one with Antonio Banderas, I like okay, as, okay. as a kid. As a kid, I don't know how much it holds up. Well, they, finally, they finally got a, a, a Spaniard to play Zorro. <laughs> finally. <laughs> That's really funny. Ah, oh, shit. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, damn, I cannot think of an, like no other movie of this kind of action jumps to mind. A swashbuckling movie. Swashbuckling. Adventure. 
Well, I mean, I guess there is always a uh, kingdom of the crystal skull. There's also that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like better, that or this? Whoa. Powerful, mm. powerful question. That is a powerful question, but in all honesty, actually, I'll take the mummy, man. Like, I, it's it's a yeah, little more fun, isn't it? Because yeah, and it, it's not. It, it doesn't not have you know who. Shit. It doesn't have you know who. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and some of the action of that movie, I would still argue, is actually pretty damn spectacular. But as a whole, I'm going to take the mummy. Yeah, I'm probably with you on that. Just yeah. just on hot, just on hot Imhotep alone. <laughs> True, hot Imhotep. Imhotep. <laughs> I'm hot tep. <laughs> I'm hot. Yes, I'm hot. Yep. I'm hot. Yep. Did you ever see the Three Musketeers from the '90s? <laughs> oh yeah. Boy, Dude, we are coming back. We've been circling this movie. Swashbucklers. For a while. I'm going to tell you why we're talking about this movie a lot. Uh-huh. We're talking about this movie a lot lately. Was it you I was talking about? No, I was talking to Nate about it. And then I was talking to Nate and Lynn about this. But I was talking about swashbuckling. Uh, I was talking about Brian Adams. You know the the singer? Uh, vaguely. I don't know okay. too well. He, he, he did every song, every love song from every movie in the 90s. Like all of a sudden he did them all. And we were talking about how crazy it was. And then Lynn texts us and she's like, it's literally playing at work right now. This is insane that we just talked about this. Oh, that's weird. Because he, he does the song, he does the, um, he does the Three Musketeers song. Well, you, you've heard the song, everything I do, I do it for you. Boom, boom. You know that dumb song? Yeah. That's in, that's in Robin Hood. He sings that. He sings the Three Musketeers song, which is, um, uh, I can't remember the name of it because I'm, I'm on the spot here. But it's... Um, <laughs> But it's um uh and I I did it all for love and all for one that song you know it uh, okay you know yeah. it right and hey, it's I'm him sure Rod Stewart and Sting and of course Sting's the only one who can sing among the group <laughs> well he he happens to tickle my fancy not not like Rod Stewart or the other guy and then he did the fucking that Don Juan DeMarco movie which we need to cover. Don Juan DeMarco? Dude, you have, have you not seen the Don Juan movie from the 90s? That's another no. song he does it in. Have you ever, ever really loved a woman? <laughs> no, I don't know. Dude, this. Johnny Depp plays a guy who thinks he's Don Juan and he just runs around being sexy. Dude, we <laughs> listen to me. We have to watch that movie. It will blow your mind. I'm looking at the post right now. I've oh seen my this God. poster. I've I've seen that poster for years. Because that's definitely one of those posters where I was like, you'd be walking around with Blockbuster with your family, and it's like your mom and your aunt are like, they kind of like hover over that one for a second. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, it's amazing. Fuck. I love it. I miss it when white dudes could get away with this. <laughs> the sheer cinema fodder we're losing out on. <sighs> What are we losing out on? Pretending to be a Spanish fuck man? Cinema fodder. <laughs> yeah. You want oh, me to fuck. piss off my listeners right now? Wait, what? You want me to piss off my listeners right now? <laughs> want me to piss off every listener we have? Hey, real quick, Iberians, oh, white. <laughs> Iberians? Yeah. Look it up. It's fine. But, um... <laughs> Iberians. I'm, I'm Googling it. Iberians are people of Spain and Portugal. Ah, Ah, government calls them white, but Spanish hey. whiteies. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, but no, that all that aside, I'm 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 just saying that to be controversial and funny. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I just called Antonio Banderas white. Um, no, what, more importantly, jo- dude, Johnny fucking Depp, man, dude, in that movie, he's holding the girl's hand. He's like at the fingertips. 
is like the woman's feet. And he kisses their fingertips. <laughs> and she's like all like hot and bothered. And then she's like, this first knuckle is the knee. And he goes, oh, you like it when I kiss your knees. It feels so good. Right? And he does that whole thing. It's really sexy. <laughs> and then he goes, in this crease between the knuckles. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's like, oh, I'm going to fucking burst. I'm going to bust. She doesn't say that. But he's like basically saying like, this is how I eat your puss without really saying it. <laughs> this is how I approach every slit in flesh. Mm, yes. This is how I put my mouth over your gash. Every- <laughs> it doesn't sound- You're like, oh, it just got <laughs> way unsexy. Oh, that doesn't translate well. Gash <laughs> doesn't work, dude. Everybody yeah, crease. Allow me to put my tongue all over your salty flesh. <laughs> it's one of those movies where he's like a sexy man. <laughs> Sexy. And Marlon, dude, dude, that is some fucking nineties shit right there. They don't do that anymore. So nineties. Do and that's, Why that's not eighties either. That's nineties. Just like a whole movie about a sexy guy. Dude. He's just like, I take the women's and I lick. And did I have Don movie. Juan DeMarco? Listen to me. Did I have Don Juan DeMarco's hair and, and mustache goatee combo? I did. I did. <laughs> did. I did. Did I did go it work see out this? as well? Uh, maybe not, not 100%. Not too bad. Did I go bad. see this with a chick and it got her all boned up? It did. It did. <laughs> and that's what we had. Man, this guy uh, does look like shitty Josh Brolin. Holy fuck. But um, yeah, that's what movies were like. Sex movies like this. I'm not talking about Fifty Shades. But no. I'm talking about like Sliver or like Basic Instinct or right. Jade. Like all those movies. Just sex movies. We're going to do Super a month R. of sexual thrillers when we stop doing bounties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops, did, I say, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. But anyway, <sighs> I'm just saying, you should check it out. Don Juan DeMarco. Don Juan DeMarco. <laughs> Sexy time. It's the hair, the floppy hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then in The Mummy. So in The Mummy, <laughs> these uh, these bad guys burn up the boat. They got to swim to shore. They do. And, and nice little fucking, I mean, the there's a whole lot of just like back and forth little jokey lines and chemistry mm-hmm, in this movie mm-hmm. that I do actually like. Like the stuff between him and Benny, I think was is pretty funny overall. And Benny trying to, trying and shittily, like he's that guy who's not shittily. good at actually, you know, squawking back at his friends. He's like, well, I got all the horses on this side of the river. And he's like, you're on the wrong side of the river. And he just has to look around and feel like shit again because he's the squirmy one. There's some good. goofy stuff in this movie, like oh, that. There's, there's, <laughs> I'm into it. I'll take it. It is. It's fine. I, I It's Saturday morning cartoon kind of goofy. Oh, absolutely. Right? Which is, there's sort of an innocence to it all. That's, dude, that's the other right? big component of swashbuckling stories. There's yes. like a There's like a weird cartoon fucking candy cereal innocence to it. Of like, Why ah, are there no people? But there's that's a how we started this whole tangent. Swashbuckling movies led to Three Musketeers, which led mm-hmm. to Brian Adams, which led to Don Juan DeMarco and wow. Matthew. I, I got to tell you, there is a problem in this country. It's called there's not enough swashbuckling movies. Not enough swashbuckling. Not enough no new ones. Right, yeah. Princess Bride. God. True. Oh, True. Three yeah, Musketeers. Every, everything right? tries to you know. I don't know what ruined that. I don't know what changed that. Rapiers I mean, are awesome, man. Huh? Rapiers are just great. You know what actually might have ruined it? And this might this might also oh, let's, people let's off. bust it out. Give <laughs> me, give it, lay mad. it on me. 
Squirt I, it all over the place, buddy. Get get ready. Get on them knees. <laughs> I think Lord of the Rings might have ruined that. <laughs> I think it might have. Yeah, you like want to know done with these gay fucking pantaloons? <laughs> Give me bearded men with mud and fucking manly swords. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you but might that's be onto something. Like, you might be fantasy onto something. settings became serious. <laughs> when you think about it, like <laughs> Lord of the Rings led to Game of Thrones, and it's like there ain't no more fucking fun, lighthearted swashbuckling going Holy on. Holy shit, you're right. Like I think I, that kind of changed it. Like you, a, a lighthearted be, fantasy movie looks stupid to us now. We're like, I mean, that's dumb. That's there may kids. be correlation here. Shit. You could huh? do fucking rad swashbuckling though, right? I think you could. I think somebody needs to bring that back. I think we are primed. This Somebody's going to write in and say, why didn't we see the new Robin Hood, right? Well, did they do the flippy twirls and the shooting the arrows with like Ugh. matrix Ugh. cameras? But yeah, see, they try to do that serious thing though. That's where they fuck Mm-mm. up. Mm-mm. They try I to do want... the whole like hyper stylized, like we're really cool. Like Brendan, let, let's you... actually look real into this. I think this <laughs> you, is the listen, most fertile right. ground of this right. entire movie. I agree. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is not, I don't know how to describe it. He's not cool in this. He's not a loser. He's not, cool. like, he's not a fucking dweeb. He's not but cool. he's not like, wow, I want to be him. Like he's just fun to watch. You know what I like, mean? Like I understand his looks. He's got juicy lips yeah, that you want to kiss. I, I get like that whole thing. I get his his appeal. But he, you're right. He's not. He's kind of. He's so American. Well, and also just the like, character in the, in the corner. He's like, like the he's whole like, character. Is no, no, like, I know, I know. It's like not like. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. He's not. He's not cool. You're not trying. Like I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example. You of, don't like, dress the up as Rick O'Neill. What the fuck is <laughs> Ding Dong name this for Rick Halloween? O'Connell. Right. You don't dress up as this guy for Halloween, Matt. Exactly. Yes. There's yeah. no fucking way. Oh, or I could get a fedora and be Indiana Jones. See, there you go. I mean, that's a no brainer. But you don't even have to make swashbuckling like super goofy either. You could do really awesome like choreography, like cool fencing scenes. Oh, for sure. You, yeah. you could do, you could almost do like a three musketeers kind of, I mean, how many but times I, can you make it? Well, I think the crucial aspect of, <laughs> if we're going to like define the genre or the subgenre, whatever the fuck right it's now. definitely of, sub, sub, sub genre. Sub, sub, sub. Um, but like a, a defining feature, at least in my mind, of, of swashbuckling is a lightheartedness. Like, yes, there's, there's not like, <laughs> there's no arterial blood spray going to happen <laughs> in your fucking <laughs> swashbuckling. You know what I mean? Like, it's not serious. It's yeah, not dude. underworld. Dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know what it is? It's like, you're sword fighting and you you fucking thrust home, right? Like Cyrano, thrust home. And then like the, you fucking withdraw the sword and you just see like the red on that like poofy white shirt. And he clutches it with his like fucking, he's got the leather gloves on that go up to the elbow. He fucking oh, yeah. clutches it. And he's like, he stumbles back into the fucking table and knocks the turk. And he kind of drops and he slumps over dead and you win. And you're right. you're holding your arm because he stabbed you in the shoulder at one and point. And that's only like the second guy to die in the entire movie. Like the rest of the time, you've been like, ha ha, and you like parry away a sword and punch a guy, and that's it. Like, yeah, or, or or it's those like thrusts to the gut, and they just crumple and go down, and you don't actually see it. <gasps> right, exactly. That's right. swashbuckling. That's Not swashbuckling. that like, oh god, and they like have their hand on their throat, and fucking carotid blood <laughs> is just spraying everywhere. <laughs> They're weeping. You go fucking rape your thrust to the throat. <laughs> hilt deep boom <laughs> with a like a really sick deep front stance like you're deep deep in a lunge position just <laughs> right in the neck and the guy's just like firing blood out of his mouth <laughs> crying for his mom 
You're like, fuck, uh, man, these movies are not what I remember Errol, <laughs> Errol Flynn doing. It isn't fun. Just, oh, just a deep fucking lunge stance thrust in the guy's gut. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. He dies for three days. <laughs> there are scenes of his family visiting him in like some dirty hospital in the fucking 1300s. Holy it's fucking fuck. horrible. Which means he's in a church and they hope <laughs> Jesus sells. leeches on him for no reason. They They're like, we don't know any better. Please, Jesus, save your, save your soldier. <laughs> what happened to him? What happened? What should it we do, a Cardinal? Named Zorro. Yeah. White Zorro? No. Brown Zorro. Just regular Brown Zorro. <laughs> the good one. <laughs> should we call? Should we do something, Cardinal? No. We must just pray for him. That's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, he stabbed him through the gut. The fuck you want from me? Swashbuckling, bring it back. <laughs> Swashbuckling. Well, you know, it's like it's a, that's that's what it was. Like once armor became irrelevant because of guns, they're like, we should probably go to a lighter sword <laughs> and fuck armor because what's the point? He's just gonna shoot me through it. I'm just gonna blast. I'm not gonna wear all this armor so you can just musket me in the chest like a like a dumb French cavalryman. <laughs> so with, I like, can get pieces mail. of my armor also pushed into my body. <laughs> right. Awesome. All right, go to the go to the light swords and the poofy white shirts. Let's be comfortable. But no, just, just to like further dive into that whole idea. Like you gotta you gotta give it to Disney and fucking Gore Verbinski for realizing that like nobody's done a pirates movie in so fucking long that we can just reinvent the wheel and we can fucking make it cool again. Fuck and yeah. that shit worked. As much yeah. as we joke about those movies now, as no, like I, I love the first so one over- unabashedly. Oh, oh the first one's f- fucking fantastic. It's, it's amazing. a great movie. It's, it's great. really good. Um, <clears throat> and as much as like we've kind of dogged on the later ones, they've gotten kind of sh- sloppy and just silly and cashed in on this fucking cash cow. Uh, that first one was kind of a st- stroke of genius. It was, um, man. And I, dude, I feel like the field is ripe again for something not quite like, you can't just do the mummy again. You can't just like, ah, some guy in the thirties with guns. Like, nah, you're gonna have to like think a little harder than that. But I think you could do a, maybe like a, some kind of swashbuckling three musketeer era, like in mm. that era in history. You could do some shit like that again. Yeah. The girl would have to be a, f- a fencer too though, or you're not, you're gonna, you're gonna get picketed. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be like a dainty sort of woman of the court that gets saved by the dashing hero with a sword, dude. They're not going to go for it. Mark my but words. But then they also need to, they still need to make her a real character and not just a, I'm a tough woman. With That's it. That's the one dimension I have. That's such shit writing. She's doing push-ups. That's, okay. That's well, wild. But bring it back. Bring back some swashbuckle. I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm, I'm like, ah, you could do it. Somebody's got to have the guts to fucking try. Yeah, people are probably screaming for us to watch Black Sails or something, that pirate show. <laughs> I heard a lot of no. mixed reviews on it, so I'm well, kind of iffy. I've never seen it, but I know it's another dark, gritty, super violent show. Okay. And I'm like, that's not swashbuckling. Right. Sorry. Just you want, you want what they call, Matthew, a return to innocence. Yes. See? Thank you. I get it. I Bring get it, it, dude. I understand the desire. Right? Speaking of a return to innocence, after their boat burns and they wash ashore and they make camp, they traverse the desert. And um, they spot this thing via illusion. Like, that was kind of neat, right? That was kind of a cool visual trick. And oh, then they're yeah. like, let's race. And the, how fast is a camel? Not fast. <laughs> Not faster than horses. Right. I understand the, the utility of the camel across a long distance. Oh, yeah. Carries a hell of a lot more. Um, 40 miles an hour. Well, really? Yeah. Huh? 
I mean, that's definitely not sl- fucking slow, but that's I know brutal, a horse can still that put it to... Matter, they can go almost 60, 50-something, 50 right? A horse? Yeah, something like that. 55. Dude, a lion can run 50. A lion. <sighs> fucking terrifying. Dude, what the fuck? Your 700-pound cat? Uh, no, uh, that's that's an exaggeration. They're like 300, but still. Fuck, man. 50? 50. What's the fastest human being ever? Wasn't it like 28 miles an hour or something? Um, Which is no fucking probably joke. Probably like, but, you're, you're talking over a short, fastest human foot speed, 28 miles an hour. Yeah, humans could I perhaps run as fast that? as... Humans could perhaps run as fast as 40, a new study suggests. Such a feat would leave... In the dust, the world's fastest runner, Usain Bolt, who has clocked 28. So they're saying what they could, but 20 miles an hour uh, is um, Usain Bolt. There we go. Yeah. That's fucking pretty fast, bro. And that's that's goddamn fast. But it's and I'm like, bitch league. And that, in the, dude, a in the lion still overtakes you fucking so easily. Man, just one leap and you're dead. Just, oh, you're so fucked. Wolves God, run so- like almost 40. A wolf. But they'll run 40 miles an hour for like six years. <laughs> exactly yeah they, their vo2 max is off the charts they can just run for days it's ridiculous oh god we are so <laughs> naked and vulnerable against, <laughs> against nature thank god we invented guns <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing against them what our little shitty nails Dude, just grab bear, our hands and rip we, it off what if you really want to piss your pants if you want to have if you want to be like have pee pants rivulets of piss in your panties <laughs> Yes. Just imagine a Kodiak bear running about 40. Yeah. Hey, yeah, a thousand pounds though. So uh, what's awesome is when it runs into you and you get bowled over into the ground and your head smashes into the earth, you're fucking done. You're already like hemorrhaging and unconscious at least. <laughs> well, at least you'll be unconscious while it Because if a thousand pound thing runs into you at 40 miles an hour, you're fucksville. Fucksville. That's, well, yeah. that's why on even a casual stroll in nature, now I'm going to be carrying a fucking 357 Magnum with dum-dum rounds in it. I'll probably go 44 if you're in bear country. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, cool effect. But there's something I do want to say about this movie, right? We're having a lot of fun here, but let's get real for just a minute. The sets and the locations are amazing. Are so Dude, good. This yes. is They spare no expense as far as this goes. This movie is really serious about making a really big action adventure film. Exactly. And it yes. doesn't and it doesn't spare any expense, man. And it it fucking shows. Like it that's does. Why, I it mean, does. Like, this movie f- still feels big to me. It, it is. has a grand feeling to it and it's because of that, because they really fucking boy, like, again, I know I keep doing this, but I gotta say, man, coming back off of something like Ice Pirates, I go, wow, <laughs> is a well-made set so nice to look at. Like, boy, is it cool to see good sets. <laughs> that is fun. Like, good on them. I'm so proud of the carpenters and all the builders on this. Like, it looks fucking great. <laughs> Movie looks really good, guys. I understand what, I, I feel like I went through a fucking Ebenezer Scrooge ordeal where I had the ghost of shitty, shitty movie drag me through bad sets. And I'm like, oh, oh, I repent. I'm sorry. I'll appreciate good sets when I see them now. And Crazy. I do, Dean. I still do. I'm glad, dude. I'm really glad for you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic. Um, Dude, The Mummy opened on May 7th, 1999, Matt engrossed $43 million in 3,210 theaters. In the United States on its opening weekend, the film went on to gross $415 million worldwide. Kick ass. 
Made a eighty million dollar budget. So, dude, they spent some dough. And you know what's what's crazy about that? I'm pretty sure it was the director, uh, Stephen Summers, who originally this was going to be. Uh, a Clive Barker movie, and then it was going to oh, be. Oh yeah, I read that. Right, and then it was going to be a George A. Romero movie, and they were they were planning on both of the, both of those treatments of the movie were going to be a very small scale, very much more horror themed, darker, still kind of about a like tragic lost love. I actually think they were kind of riffing off of a uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, like that sure. kind of whole tone. Because when they were working on these treatments, this was like ninety three, ninety four, and that's right when that fucking movie came out. Um, I think that's kind of what they were aiming for. But Stephen Summers was the one who actually came in and was like, he was a big fan of the original, like literally the original Universal Mummy with Boris Karloff. And I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen that one in full, but I was watching. Wait, what what Boris Karloff movie? I I missed what you said right there. Sorry. Oh, the original The Mummy, the original Boris Karloff Mummy. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't think I've ever seen that one. I feel like I've seen sequels to that where, where, where Boris Karloff was still portraying The Mummy or whatever. Um, but that one, he's not the mummy in the movie very much at all. Like not literally the bandaged mummy. He's like restored for most of the movie and just like a creepy guy. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's all about him trying to bring back his lost love. Like that's, that it's like this sad, dark romance tragedy is at the heart of the story. And he was like, Stephen Summers, the director of this one was like, that's what we should do. We should go for that. And, we, and it should be on a big epic scale, um, with basically an action adventure feel to it, a more Indiana Jones feel. And he got them to bump it from $10 million to the $80 million with his pitch. So I'm like, damn, it's fucking pretty good pitch. If you're able to get, I don't know, an extra 70 million tossed into your movie. Uh, but it worked, man. Right. Um, just a couple other cool things. Adrian Biddle is the director of photography, the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. And um, all this shit we're talking about, he did Princess Bride. Oh my God! It's not funny. He Pretty also did Aliens, God, and Willow. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, he did Judge Dredd, fourteen ninety two Conquest of Paradise. He did Fierce Creatures, The Mummy, The World Is Not Enough, uh, Reign of Fire, V for Vendetta, Event Horizon, Event Horizon. Yep. Oh man, V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta was his last movie. It was. Yep. Damn. And the fucking um, the production designer is uh, Alan Cameron. I don't Ooh. know if he's related now. He's, he's British, but man, he has done a lot of shit. Highlander, 1984, Willow, Far and Away was a pretty big movie. Starship Troopers, The Mummy, Hollow Man, Mummy Returns, Shanghai Nights. He works with the director pretty often. Uh, the cinematographer, that's interesting. Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. He's got a certain uh, certain thing he's, <laughs> he seems to specialize in. Bunch of TV before that. <laughs> it's funny they all start in like the art department and work their way up to production design it's pretty cool oh yeah <laughs> anyway let's talk about the next major plot point in this movie well this which is, is where they a race <laughs> for the book right right and they all they, they're racing together and of course Rick and Benny are fighting again and he throws them off of his camel see ya Benny you're getting trampled to death so funny um, but then they they get there they get actually to the, the actual city uh, and the two expeditions kind of split up because, of course, the leader of their expedition is like, well, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They're being led by a woman. I'm an oh. evil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an evil piece of shit. Mm. Mm. Women know nothing. Mm. <laughs> so then, uh, they're, they're off dicking around. But they know that this guy's buried under this big 
statue. Is that Anubis, the, the dog yeah, dude? Right. She knows that underneath Anubis is kind of where like the chambers actually open up. Um, so they head down there and they first come across the area where they the mummies were prepared. Very cool. Which, if you notice, it's actually the same like camera angle and everything as the beginning when you see uh, Imhotep's uh, priests all being you know mummified <laughs> alive. It's the same chamber room. Yep, you get a little goofy hijinks with the standoff, and then um, our guy, our hangman, goes off to go pocket some beetles, and he gets the under the skin treatment. Oh, the two expeditions kind of split up, and these guys end up um, popping open. The other expedition pops open a thing, and they get hit with what we learn is some sort of salt acid later, and these three guys get fucked up. Dude, that shit is gnarly. Gnarly. Like, they could just get blasted, and they all fucking... Like, I think Rick later on just refers to, like, yeah, some of their guys got melted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, shit, that's dark. It's at this point where where, uh, our guy, Rick, is um, learning that Imhotep must have done something very naughty, according to uh, the the, uh, Rachel Weisz character, uh, Evie, is it? Right, because she as she's the archaeologist, and she's like, well, if he's been interned like this, mm. either he was incredibly important, or he did something really bad. He shall not be named. That's creepy in and of itself. Not great. Yep. And that's when they hear the guy screaming, and they call and he, it- he just runs away so hard that I'm assuming he just concusses himself to death on the wall because he just runs head. Is first he never seen it. again? Yeah, no, he's dead. Huh. <laughs> he's dead in that scene. And in the very next scene, they're like, well, it was so sad. Our stinky friend died. Let's drink his liquor. I love it, dude. A broken portal. Ooh, Glenn Fiddich or Glenn Livid or some shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing makes me feel more British than pillaging the body of a dead Egyptian. <laughs> and then they just start wasting these guys rolling again with their curvy swords. And it's, they, right, they roll in their curvy swords and their tattoos and their really cool outfits, let's be honest. They look pretty badass. Yeah, they I remember as a kid, I thought rad, these guys dude. were fucking cool. Absolutely. The, the all black and the black horses and everything. I was like, ah, they look fucking awesome. And, and I gotta be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Artis Bay is a forgiving man. <laughs> Good Because man. he rolls in, he gets some of his guys wasted. And then he's just like, leave this place or die. And then they <laughs> roll out. And boy, do they have them outnumbered. They could curvy serve them up, right? No problem. Right? Absolutely. They could chop them all up. It's the dynamite that scares them off, right? Right, right. And I guess that's that's the final thing. I'm like, okay. The old I'll I'll blow get, us oh all guys. up trick, right? I'll that, blow, that old hat. I'm a, I'm a crazy white American. Ah, <laughs> stupid cowboy. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> Arthur Bay's like, hmm, this seems like a good strategy to consider in the future. <laughs> Suicide vest joke. That low hanging fruit. I mean, it was there. I just want to knock it up down the third base. This plum is so dark and sweet. It's just hanging so low and ripe. I just want to smack it down the third base line, Matthew. I haven't been on base in a while. Give me a break. I'm just hitting for singles here. Oh, fuck. So, um, she's like my mommy, and I'm drunk, and it's adorable. You know, she's cute as fuck. Dude, Rachel Weisz is so fucking cute. She's a terrible drunk actress, though. Nobody says things backwards when they're drunk. <laughs> I was time for another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the other guys are uh, busting open their chests. Shitty Josh Brolin and, and the rest of them. <laughs> Brought back to life. Uh, he's bound by sacred law, right? Well, the con- right? This is all like 
death well, and destruction I'm- awaits within this box. Right. In this box. And honestly, I mean, another aspect, too, of, you know, if we're going to go down, if we're going to make our fucking tally boxes, I think you got to, if you're a swashbuckling movie, it's got to be lighthearted. It's got to have a lot of swift moving action and fun. But, you know, no no arterial blood spray. Keep it light and fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's got to be real chemistry between your your two leads. And that's another thing I think this movie gets done well. Like, I, I believe Rachel Weisz and Brendan Fraser have this kind of fun, jocular, silly of kind of it's like every cute chemistry. romance novel. They fucking nail it, though. It's like, every romance I, it novel. Works. That's why. It does. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fantasy I can wrap my head around, which is the sort of rough and tumble guy who probably doesn't have much of a financial future, right? Let's be real. He's running <laughs> around real. in Egypt. He's not making any money. Just and, uh, fighting people with the foreign French yeah, foreign legion. You, you you can't do curvy sword duels and like make any money. <laughs> There's no money in it. There's no money sure. in it. There's no money in riding a camel in the desert unless you're <laughs> racing them or raising them. He's not doing either. Jumping off a burning boat is no way to make a living, Matthew. But it's <laughs> adventurous and fun. And she's the proper English bookish lass who's hot as shit, but we're going to pretend she's really stuck up and you know he's not the proper type. That's I can get behind that. I can get behind that. No proper. I can get behind that fantasy. It's hot. I get it. It's hot, right? (laughs) It's true. But um, they pop open our guy and he's all fucked up. And she's like, "Well, he's really messed up." Yeah, they're like, "Oh, he's still juicy." Scratch marks. They literally say juicy. They find the other book, right? Oh no, they don't. They they no, yeah, not yet. The first book. The first book is found by the other expedition. These guys, but it's it's a little switcheroo. A little bit, yeah. Right. Well, and I think it's just because they expected the certain book to be, you know, they, the, I guess the book of the living they expected to be here, when in mm-hmm. fact it just wasn't. It was just reversed. They just didn't know. <clears throat> um, but the, 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 the Benny's expedition, when they are, you know, getting ready to open up that chest that does have the book in it, they're reading that anybody who opens this will be cursed and the mummy will will rise and attack the people who've opened this to take their organs to restore himself. Like, it's that specific. And they're just like, huh, weird. <laughs> and open it up anyway. That shit was really fun. Like, I forgot about that. Because yeah. most of the time, curses are all fucking vague in these things. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it will be the end of all joy and your life will be filled with despair. And you're like, well, that sounds really bad, but I don't know what that means, really. The dark like, moon will hang over your soul for all eternity. What does that mean your exactly? line. Yes. Yeah. And this, they're like, he's going to come back and kill you and take your organs and shit for him because he needs them. And they're you just will like, well. eat of only ash and your blood will boil. Oh, fuck. Getting a little more specific now. Sounds gnarly, but I still don't quite, I can't picture it exactly. So basically, Evie wakes him up and wreaks havoc on the world, or at least Egypt. Yes, indeed. Whoops. Because she, she really just wanted, she as her curiosity could not be satiated until she fucking read out of that book. Yep, I get it. There might be something behind the uh, restriction of certain rights of them in that country. <laughs> She's not Egyptian. <laughs> well, when in Rome, Matthew. <laughs> so uh, the beetle scare, the, the, the dung eaters. Oh, they come a rolling. Which, by the way, it's probably a good time for us, Matthew, <laughs> to mention this. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. What was that little giggle? <laughs> well, it's a fucking movie. That would, it's voted on by the members. Did you know about that? 
Why is that so funny? Because it's so fun how we planned to do this midway through that we we planned this. Well, I saw the bugs and I thought, let's talk about bugs. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about June bugs, baby. June bugging. Mm-hmm. That was a good poll. Good poll, John. Ant-Man, Arachnophobia, The Mummy, Honey, Shrunk the Kids, and Mimic. The Mummy wins. Beautiful. And I like all of those movies. I've never seen Ant Man. Well, I actually haven't seen. And Honey, I Shrunk the, the Kids. Nah. Ah, fuck you. I mean, actually, it's probably terrible. It doesn't hold up as well as I would hope. But I remember loving it. I'm I'm willing to bet I've only ever seen parts of that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a big one. Big one for me. That fucking ant. That ant that broke my heart. Yeah, I don't remember. See. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that was voted upon by our members, and every month we do a vote, and then we cover that movie. And that's what this movie is. And if you want to vote, go to LibertyStreetKeek.net slash join and look at our membership options. That's it. Bonus content, you know the drill. Come on. If you like it, support it. <laughs> but uh, they get chased, man. And they are like, we should probably go somewhere where the Beatles can't get us, at least for now. And they run back into this tomb. <laughs> this is also after the, the fucking horde of uh, locusts come flying too. through. Yep. Locusts roll in, then the Beatles roll in. And then the Beatles. Our girl uh, falls into our secret passageway. And finds the no-eyes man. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we should should mention that he gets his eyes pulled out of his head. Because the nice mummy bite. needs to see. He needs to see. So he plops his eyes out. That guy could have been played by Zach Quinto nowadays. I'm going to say that. <laughs> now, this is a role Zachary Quinto could have filled out. I mean, he could have done more with it. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, shitty Josh Brolin, they run in and they're like, oh, no, run away. And the Beatles roll in, and boy, do they just eat that guy up. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> that, that, dude, that was a funny moment, too, because earlier, I actually think it was Rachel Weiss's character who was like, oh, it's a slow and agonizing death being put in there with those Beatles. Like, if you're buried with them, like, they eat you very slowly over much time. And then the first time we see them eat somebody, they, they fucking scour over them, like, all those urban legends about piranhas. Sure. In, in, like, in like two seconds. <laughs> He's just a fucking skeleton. You're like, well, well, I guess it didn't take too long. You know, one of the things that Brendan Fraser does a lot is he yells. He that, does yell a He's lot. a yeller? Big He's time. He's a yeller. Old yeller. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest fucking joke. Too much yeller. No, but too much yelling. And he got put out the pasture on that movie career. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I like his yelling. I like that energy. Oh, okay. I like his Fuck yelling it. in school ties because I like him being a tough Jew. <laughs> and I'm really mad that he isn't. Oh, I spent my whole life thinking he was Jewish. What a fucking rip. <laughs> no, see, Dean, he's an actor, and they do this thing that we call make em ups. He's not, not actually the thing Not he anymore, says he dude. <laughs> not anymore, bro. That's, Go that's ahead. True. You try it. Cast a movie, Matt, and don't get the thing to play the thing and see what happens to your fucking <laughs> career. All right. Uh, yeah, you heard me. But um, <laughs> I, I want to hear him yell. Do you want to hear him yell with me? Dude, hell yeah. Let's hear our guy talk a little. There you are. You could play hide and seek. Come on, let's get out of here. Whoa! That's a loud yell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the mummy's yelling right here. And then right after he's done yelling, everybody listen. You're going to hear Fraser just do his yell. Fraser freak out. He's going to do his school ties yell. Ready? Stop it. 
Uh, wow, so the music's good. so bombastic. I the music it. is fantastic. It's really cool. Uh, this movie's all right, man. Dude, it's fucking fun. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like really it. like it. It's fun. I like it. But uh, uh, a guy comes back, the pretty boy. Pretty boy. The handsome man in the tattoos. Oh, the the, uh, the leading man of the, the artist bay. He says, no mortal weapon can kill this creature, bro. <laughs> He's not of this world. Okay. Oh, Look what man. he did to your friend. They plucked out his white eyes. Plucked like, them out oh, of his head. What are we going to do with him? Fucking just leave him there, honestly. <laughs> but I like this. This is a moment where we have solidarity and an allyship because they're like, we brought this guy back to you. We brought this white man, this trespassing honky. We brought him back to you. Brought him back. We Dude, saved I want him. a fucking Crusades movie where this guy plays Saladin. It's Saladin. Give me the extra ah. Do it. <laughs> Oh, you, oh you, you want me to do that fucking, that fucking, give me that sauce. Give it to like, me. Fuck, I'm blanking on his name. Damn it. Salah That's Steven Seagal sauce. <laughs> That's how <laughs> Steven Seagal says every foreign name. I actually met the Sultan Salah Al-Haladin. <laughs> no, oh, is that how you do it? You did a lot of extra syllables in there, Steven. <laughs> the actual Sultan's like, it's Saladin. Don't fine, make man. me break your arm. <laughs> Is your favorite part the guy where the guy goes through all his religions? Wait, what? Where he's got the trinkets and he's like, "Oh, oh my god, that's dude, actually really funny." It's fucking. <laughs> where he's just trying everything with the mm-hmm. mummy. Yeah. Anything? And Why does he have them all on at all times, dude? He does Buddhism. <laughs> You're telling me this Hungarian mutt from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, oh, the star David, though, man. Imhotep, <laughs> must, yeah, Imhotep must represent Hollywood. <laughs> he's like, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> I have use for you. Do you want any producers? And then he bribes him with the gold. That's pretty racist. <laughs> and then uh, he makes him his little Renfield, right? He does. Makes him his he little just Renfield. makes him his little servant boy. But he shows him gold. He's like, hey, look, I got lots of this shit. Don't mean nothing to me. I know it means a lot to you, you little squirrely bitch. Mm-hmm. Be my boy. Be my organ fetcher, basically, it says to him, because he holds up the little broken jar that his yeah. organs used to be in. Old Dickie O'Connell's like, we're getting out of here because the 10 plagues are coming to Egypt and I don't want to be here. <laughs> and that sounds shitty. And Evie's like, nah, we're going to stay. And they have this, this is a nice scene, right? <laughs> As far as these two, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And they run into um, this this guy Wilson Havelock. He's some sort of RAF pilot. He looks like the fattest, shittiest British guy ever. <laughs> he is just this old man. I'm the last they, airman in the air. There's somebody pulled a drink all over the floor. Basically, they had to introduce him because of um, because they need him later. But then we get this scene with with um, Imhotep in. Uh, and Burns and Benny. And just when Burns thinks he's getting out of this mess, he's fucked. <sighs> he could get dragged back in. <laughs> I like a, I like Imhotep's Man in the Iron Mask outfit. Dude, it actually does look pretty badass. It's pretty cool, right? But dude, rough day for our boy Burnsy. Yeah. Fire yeah, starts get- fall- falling from the sky. Burnsy gets fucked up. There's blood and there shall be blood, right? There shall be. And they're like, holy shit, crazy things are happening. And Imhotep starts forming back. He's about to get hot. He's about to get back, <laughs> but go back to I'm hot tep. 
right? Right now he's still gross and dusty and he's got his stringiness you can see through him. And Rachel Weiss thinks he's so gross, but she don't know. She don't know yet about how hot he's going to be. She has no idea. They struck a line from this movie where she says he's incredibly good looking. Really? Yeah, they probably wanted to take heat off of him. They probably didn't want it to be like, oh, you know. A split between Rick and I'm hot, yep. Right, we don't want old Dickie to feel left in the rain. Standing out in the rain confronting the Nazis. Like in school <laughs> I'm ties. hot too! <laughs> Pick me! I've got broad shoulders, come on! Look at these lips! He's screaming. Ah, he's a good looking boy. He's got nothing to worry about. He's fine. But, well. um... Well, we find out yes. <laughs> one of the secret weapons against the mummy is the mere presence of any cat. Yeah, he's not down. He's scared of kitties. <laughs> he does not like, he's not a cat person. He's afraid of cats. I mean, they got giant statues to him, so they, they must have some sort of mystical power in that culture. Well, she does, you know, I, I think it's Rachel Weiss who talks about like, oh, they're considered guardians of the underworld. So to him, it's probably this horrible omen of, ah, they're, they're on to me. They're going right. to drag me back I, down to the, the underworld. Yeah, yeah. Damn cats. Well, too bad they couldn't have uh, surrounded him with cats. It might have made this movie a little easier. <laughs> Call on the right. cat lady. She comes Call in smelling room. vaguely of piss. <laughs> I, I always just imagine the Simpsons cat lady just hurling she just, cats. She just puts a bunch of like cans of tuna around Imhotep's grave. <laughs> the cats just... And he'll be kept frozen there forever. Mm. As long as cats are nourished. But, um, but he bursts into sand and, and flies out of the room as a tornado of sand, which another, that's another CG effect that I think holds up surprisingly well. Like it actually looks pretty good. Right. Right. That's like particle effects, man. That's usually the kind of stuff that ages very poorly because they'll try to do it before they have the technology. Like, well, we can animate 90 grains of sand. That should look good. I like it. But it looks good here. It does. And in fact, there's a lot of crazy shit happening right now. Oh, there really is. Right. But and yeah, that's this is where, there's this an eclipse. Yeah, the eclipse has come over. The, the fucking fireballs are pouring down. Uh, all of the alcohol in Egypt has turned into blood. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's not good. They're like, oh, fuck, Moses is back. <laughs> and this is where they find out about uh, Rachel, Rachel Weiss's boss being the old May J member as well. Pretty cool. I like that. But um, one thing this movie does that I like is it, is, it, is it sets up these adversarial oppositional groups, and then it brings them all together under one banner. It's kind of neat. That's true. Yeah, you have them kind of all spread out at first. They're, they're just and, not even friends. In fact, they're rivals, and at some points, actually killing each other. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. they, they killed some of, of, of um, our guy's men, handsome man's men. Yeah, and now he's like, guy. oh, together we'll stand against the great evil Imhotep. We'll need all the help we can get. Right. And um, we know that our guy is uh, cruising around. He's in robes. He's sneaky. There's an eclipse. And um, Benny gets confronted by, uh, by Dickie. And Dickie's like, you got a new friend, dude? And he admits, <laughs> as long as I serve him, I am immune. Because, you know, you got the boils and shit coming. And he beats the shit out of him to the point where he was all fucked up. Like he really manhandles him in the scene and really like beat him up. They said he had to like ice his nipples and shit. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't pick him up and put his head near the fan though. Cause he's not that strong. But, um, but dude, when he first busts into the room and just picks up a chair and throws <laughs> it into his back, that was spectacular. He is so a sniveller, good. man. 
absolute sniveler. Out the window. <laughs> and who do we see in the streets? Oh, Imhotep. Imhotep. I'm hot, yep. He's getting there. Uh, and yeah, he's fucking crawling through or just marching through his swarms of locusts. That's cool. He's getting there. And it's at this point where wouldn't people be going, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> right? That would you think? But nope, one more guy's got to get completely drained out. And that's shitty Brolin. Shitty Brolin. Yep. They're uh, all dropping like flies now. And much like Dracula, our guy just rolls into the room like he's going to wolf fuck Mina. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. He's fucking hot now, man. He's, he's, he's a hot motep. <laughs> I'm hot. Yep. Tell him, man. He's <laughs> fucking there. He lays a kiss on her sleeping body, and she's like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know <laughs> if I don't like this. But he does got the fucked up face. Well, as and soon as movie- he kisses her, yeah, he gets weird jaw. That's too bad job. because his because it would have worked for a minute there. And and Frazier's like, white cat, and he runs away, poof, into sands. <laughs> and they're like, this cat thing's only gonna work until he has full strength, and he's gonna lay waste to everything. Right. Yeah, like he's not fully revived yet, so that's why he's still afraid of being possibly dragged back. Yes. And this is where they're like, we fucked up um with the books. They're they're, they're flip flopped, and that's when she realizes there's another book. Mm. And we need to go get that goddamn book. And she finds Black. out the location of that book because that book, Matthew, is going to allow us to get rid of this bad guy. Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, we have these disgusting monsters chasing our friends through the street. She's <laughs> <laughs> ew, yuck! They're gross. All man. these nor- these everyday people of Egypt, yuck! They're gross. disgusting with their boils and their sores. Get away from me. I don't care if you're Egyptian. I don't care if you're fucking from Minnesota. Stay away. <laughs> well, they also got brain control. They're all Imhotep. Great. Doesn't mean you're going to let them kill me. <laughs> no, that's right. You you have to let them kill you, Dean. No, I'm going to run them over. <laughs> I'm, bo- I'm bowling. I'm doing fucking pedestrian bowling in Egypt. With you my insensitive piece of shit. You wouldn't let this mob tear you apart and kill you? No, you I think I would run monster. Over, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, that scene is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious where they just start plowing through these poor bastards i mean they are mind controlled zombies at this point you gotta do what you gotta do right our guy shows up and he's got some shit to say let's have a listen he's about to call his shot here it's <laughs> the creature Fully regenerated. Mm. Yes. Oh. It sounds shittier when he says it. <laughs> I'd like to take my hand. She's like, well, he is hot. She's like, I kind of want to bang him. I'm not going to lie. I'll I'll, I'll go. I'll save yourselves. She's so full of it, right? Save yourselves. You guys go go ahead. I'm just going to luxuriate on this platform (laughs) with him. I'm just going to recline, heave my breasts up. Just going to get all Cleopatra. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to lounge like, I'm going to languidly lay across a chair. And be his unwilling prisoner. 
<laughs> oh, stop. I really should be getting out of here, but seriously, take your pants off. <laughs> oh, I just love a strong bald man. Mm. I really should be getting back to my friends, but instead I'd rather take a look at your penis. <laughs> okay. I guess he, Imhotep gets really bashful all of a sudden. He's like, ooh, this is unexpected. Well, I wasn't really, I don't know if that's mm. fully restored. I never quite got there with the other girl. I just touched her once and they fucking poured beetles all over my mummified corpse. <laughs> I just literally touched her arm and they fucking cut my tongue out. I don't know uh, what to do with you. This is, ugh, It's as far as I ever got. I, I, I touched her upper <laughs> arm once. Great Osiris's beard. I'm not sure what to do here. Yeah, but um, he's gone. They, she's gone. That's it. And uh, they need some help, man. <laughs> because this is when they go find our fucking Royal Air Force friend who was introduced all of I don't know eight minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Factual error: the Royal Air Corps has never existed. It was the Royal Flying Corps until 1918, and then it had been the Royal Air Force ever since. Ah, hmm. dumb movie. Stupid dumb movie. And the French Foreign Legion was never in Egypt. Fucking duh. Also, <laughs> by Jove, everybody. Rescue the damsel in distress. Say no more, my boy. No. He's that guy. I'm not sure he's going to pass the physical to be flying. <laughs> I am concerned. But, but uh, um, this is pretty cool shit, man. Our guys, yeah, our guys showing like, a lot more skin now. She's like, wait a minute. Oh, this isn't too bad. He's got a nice body on him, doesn't he? Looks <laughs> like he could. Looks like he could really cut through water. <laughs> I, I might be crazy for saying this, Benny, but I'm pretty sure this dead guy is pretty hot. Mm. He's so fucking hot. I don't want to be improper, but Leo, I've never seen a mummy look quite like you before. <laughs> Would it be strange if I were to rake my fingernails across your bare chest? (laughs) I suppose that is okay. But the last woman I touched, I was mummified and put beetles in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, don't you worry. Let's see what we're working with here. Let me run the tip of my finger along your clavicle. That's nice, isn't it? (laughs) Father Father warned me about mummies. Then Rick gets in there. He's like, I'll save you. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Bugger off, you cunt. <laughs> Jesus. This you dumb yank asshole. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You can put a finger in my ass. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll just wet it with my mouth first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't seem to grab you. You're so slippery. Yes. <laughs> Not a hair but on dude. my body. I this am. was such a movie trailer shot of the you know, yeah, the yeah. wave of sand with the fucking gigantic face chasing mm. after their plane. It's cool. It's big shit. It was cool shit. Yep. Cool Very cool. shit. I, I I remember I remember some scenes from um what am I thinking? The second one, because I remember him conjuring water. Oh yeah. I think that is the second right? one. I, I worked uh, I remember we used to demonstrate these movies at Bo's. <clears throat> it was around that time. But uh, plane crashes, they're fine. Stupid quicksand. But they get a Lewis gun. So not maybe oh, yeah. you think of Battlefield One. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking Lewis gun is dope. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I, I love my guy, man. Artist. He's just like fuck this curvy sword bullshit. Give me British machine gun. <laughs> I dig this. 
This shit is badass. You mean I don't have to fucking work so hard to kill guys with my curvy sword? <laughs> I can yeah. just gun them all down? Wait a minute. I don't have to get close. I don't have to smell their disgusting Western flesh. That's right. <laughs> That's Oof, right. I like this. You have to be stained with their filthy blood. I'm sorry if I sound just like Imhotep, but Dean has very limited characters he can do. <laughs> We've reached the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't think of the guy's name from Enemy of Gates. Can you help me out? Who plays Vasily's? Yeah, this is shitty. Yeah, this guy's shitty Jude Law. <laughs> He's not. I like John Hanna, but I'm just making a tease. But um, they pull the beetle out of his arm. Oh, they're indeed. still going. They're going for the book. Well, also, we lost our Royal Air Force guy. He's fucking Aww, just dead. Yeah. Just dead. They're and like, they actually, well, they're like, they number two things. Number one, you're out. You're, you're, you're in terrible health. Number two, <laughs> I'm not pulling you out of the cockpit, and I'm definitely nah. not carrying you through the desert, so. Fuck no. But also unless, the movie, unless we could grind you up and drink you, there's really no point. <laughs> Can we make a Soylent shake out of him? <laughs> um, dude, also, just a quick aside, I cannot believe there is a product in the world named Soylent. It blows my mind. Like, wow, we actually, who had the balls to, <laughs> to name a product Soylent that people eat? Yeah, man. That's fucking crazy. But anyways, no, I like how the movie set this up of, you know, earlier yes. when he was talking to Rick in the bar, he was like, I wish I had died in fields of glory and oh, went down in flames in the midst of some action instead of sitting around here being a filthy old man. And so, yeah, he gets to die in the desert flying a plane. It's cool. It's fine. Good for him. He's probably hoping he could have been bombing a couple of heathens, but he didn't get that chance. <laughs> Just gotta go ahead and take care of some more of the old intolerables. <laughs> but uh, they get to the treasure room, which is awesome. Uh, and, the, and the mummy start bursting up from the ground. And dude, these are the priests, which is pretty cool. Like oh, each level yeah. gets harder and harder in the video game. <laughs> it's getting harder, man. But, but our guy, Arthur Bay, just gets to work with Lewis. I love how unhesitating they are when all when the mummies it. come out. Because they're like, what are those? And he's like, oh, it's his priests. It, it, Imhotep's priests. And they're like, oh. And they just start fucking blasting. <laughs> like, that's it. They're like, oh, yeah. all right. Waste them. Yep. Meanwhile, we get over to the uh, sexy dungeon room where our girls all laid out. Restraints. I'll tighten those restraints. <laughs> I'll tighten them. She flicks the mum, the, the the rat off her tits. Meanwhile, our friends are getting overwhelmed. They got to get out of there, man. They use oh, yeah. some dynamite, right? Toss a little bit. I like the look of these mummies too, man. Yeah, they look cool. Again, the fucking set of all this gold, the actual dusty, you know, costumes of the mummies. All this shit still looks so so good. Yeah, kick ass. But they dynamite their way through. Wow, guy, what, what what's what's our hot what's our hot mummy doing, dude? He is about to do a little soul transference here, right? That's he's it. Gonna, he's going to offer up. He's going to offer up to uh, the realm of the dead, Rachel Weiss, to get his uh, his hot um, his hot uh, Venezuelan girl back. That's it. He's right? got her actual mummy corpse out, and all he's got to do is call her soul into it, and then kill Rachel Weiss so that she's got fresh juice and organs to get all squishy again with. Yep. And then he's got his girl back. And, you know, again, That's at the end of the move, day, man. I like Rachel Weiss in this movie, and I like her character. And I like Rick O'Connell, and I, and I like our boy Ardeth. They're great. They're all cool. Kind of still, okay. still want Hot hot Mummy to win, though. I kind of want him and his girl to be happy. Me too. I, I like Ardeth Bay. Like, he's probably one of my favorites. I like these. I like these sort of side 
strong, silent, masculine characters, right? He's cool. Pretty fucking kick ass. He's pretty badass. But um, this, uh, yeah, they, they, they're fucking him up. He moves the shotgun. Does he sacrifice himself by wading into that mummy group? He does, but I'm pretty but he sure he comes back die. in the second one, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. They're Something still getting like, to work with the dynamite. They find their, uh, what's that, Amun-Ra book they've been looking for, right? Yeah, that's right. They find the, the book of the living. What's that going to do? Reverse the process, right? Make him mortal that's so he can it. be slain because he can't be slain now. Right. You just pump bullets into him and it just goes through his dusty flesh. Meanwhile, the Egyptian, the Egyptian ectoplasm starts basically molesting Rachel Weiss. <laughs> As it fills up the uh, Anksu something. His and, lady. Uh, and we start the ritual with your death. Anksu Namun shall live. Brings up the big dagger, gonna thrust it into her chest. And um <laughs> And her dumb of- dumb brother Jonathan ag- accidentally saves the day by running out there unwittingly and just being like, I'll found the book, I'll found it. Of course it. Of course it. But it actually does stop hmm. um, Imhotep because he's he realizes, oh, that's the book that can kill me. <laughs> I need to go ahead and address this issue. I like that Imhotep can't speak English and they just openly discuss tactics in front of him. <laughs> Like he's a, like he doesn't know. I don't know no good. It makes sense, I guess. She's just like open the book sense. and kill him with this thing. Do the thing before he, he don't know. It out. He died way before. He died before English was fucking invented. <laughs> yes. And um, our man, uh, our man uh, Ricky gets a. He's like, oh, I need the key. It's inside his robes. So good luck with that. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, our our guy Ricky, our old 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 Dicky O'Connell. Gets that fucking cloud size Final Fantasy VII sword and gets to work with it. <laughs> Dude, swashbuckling as fuck. I love it. I don't give up. It's a long, continuous take of him taking out the whole ring of the high priestess mummies that are like slowly moving in and chopping their heads off and kicking them apart. It's fucking so cool. <laughs> it's so fun. I don't give a shit. It, this is that swashbuckling shit, man. It is, man. It's totally fun. And also, this this is a great little sequence of him when he gets attacked again by the mummies as one's walking up to crush him with a big, like, rock. Yeah. Uh, and the hand is crawling over to get the sword, and he can't reach the sword, so he waits till the mummified hand gets it, and then grabs the mummified hand to attack the other one with. Fucking just good, fun, creative stuff like that. You gotta be careful, though, because now they're coming at you with uh, with uh, sword and board. Now they got some armor, man. Oh yeah, the the second. Are you talking about the next wave the of enemies? The next wave of bad guys <laughs> that you have to sustain for the level? higher level, right? Yeah, this is it, man. They got this shields. They it. got fucking armor and curvy swords now. Going up on a rope while swinging your sword, swashbuckling as fuck. Oh, it's a swashbuckling. Yep. Also, that yep. is such a load of movie bullshit. The idea that you can just easily hold on with one oh hand your full body weight and get yanked up a rope like yeah. no go try that hey anybody <laughs> go try pulling yourself up with just a bar uh, one-handed one-handed <laughs> pull-ups wicked easy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so easy dude <laughs> when oh, you're what? when you're 16 and you weigh 123 <laughs> and you can do two <laughs> you're like i'm pretty strong dude but um our, our guy's starting to figure out right old ding dong john <laughs> While our guy fights his way up the stairs. Good stuff. Good. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Because he basically he finds some kind of incantation on the back of the book because he can't open it yet, but he's still able to like read things that are on the front and back of it. And he finds, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he finds some way to get 
the mummies to attack, uh, you know, Imhotep's lover and like kill her mummy. Yeah, it's brutal. Well, they're it's about brutal. to kill. He say he basically saves Dicky because right. they have him down and they're going to spear his face off. That is true. And then they all freeze. And it's at that point where they withdraw their weapons. They stand. They turn and they kind of move away. And uh, and Imhotep's like, "Oh, destroy him! Destroy him!" And they don't listen. They they disobey despite the commands from our South African beauty. <laughs> That's right. And uh, right. Jonathan's got the power now. He's showing them what's what. He's like, oh, and then they just fuck up his girl. Brutal. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like the shadow up. play. It's pretty cool. Did you catch that? That was the same way that he saw her kill herself yeah, the first time, man. too. I caught it's cool it. shit. Fucking That's just awesome. like another, you know, this is not a, a, this is just a fun swashbuckling movie that's incredibly, I would say, well made. But that is some like legit good filmmaking shit. Like he looks I back agree. and it's the same, you know, profile of her shadow against the wall. He couldn't save her yet again. Kind of fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Sad Imhotep. Obviously, Imhotep's pretty pissed, so he's going to go kill John, but he gets his arm chopped off and then he throws Dickie across the room. <laughs> Pretty easily, and the, but the robes are off. He's all he's his body is out. Oh yeah, he's full sexy blown. time. Sexy time body is out, and um, um, but they got the yeah. key, bro. Man, they got the key from the robes. He fucked up. He fucked up. You fucked up, Imhotep. What you, you lack in smarter what than you, that? Yeah, well, he's too pretty to be that smart. <laughs> it's kind of a trade off when he made his character <laughs> on his sheet. Yep, got a good rump on him, strong legs. And um, he's about to kill our boy Dickie, but nah, they take away his immortality. Mm-hmm. And uh, a chariot it. comes down and a takes away his soul. Ghost chariot <laughs> rides away with his soul, dude. His, with his powers. That man, I gotta say, that is the craziest Mortal Kombat fatality I've seen in a while. <laughs> it so is. That's a great point, dude. It's such a fucking Mortal Kombat Finish him. <laughs> and just fucking Ghost Chariot. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be like that Native American dude. What was his fucking name? Like Wolf something? Or Shadow Wolf or something. Yeah, something like that. I'm like, that's mm. totally his like finisher move. Like a bunch of ghost wolves drag you to hell or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be so dope. Oh, that's awesome. Nightwolf. Nightwolf, thank you. Nightwolf wins yeah. fatality. Fatality. Ah, oh, so cool. Yeah. But no, fucking Imhotep, man. Down I guess he, he just goes. didn't you kind of can't blame him in one sense because you're like he, he, <laughs> it's actually more than I think about it. It seems dumb at first, but then when you really think it through, you're like, well. Imhotep wouldn't know about his, all of his vulnerabilities as a mummy or even after he's lost his like soul thing or whatever because he's never been a mummy before. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to learn. First, this is his first run at being an immortal mummy. <laughs> he was only woken up like two days ago. He gained a bunch of levels though, so when he comes back, he's going to have it He's going to have oh, it licked. Dude, he gained so many levels. Gained so many levels. He's going to have the mummy thing licked. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, That's it, it, baby. And, of but, course, we have to see the, the greedy fucking shitbag die. <laughs> greedy old shit. He gets, shit he gets beetled up. <laughs> he caught in the cave-in and beetled up, right? The poop beetles eat him. Oh, no, not the poop beetles. No. They get him. Yep. They get him. The place disappears. They he dies away. within his riches, Dean. See, it was greed oh. that truly killed him. <laughs> Do you see, Dean? Do you see? <laughs> You have earned the respect and gratitude of my people. 
<laughs> says the, the hot horse rider guy, camel in this case, and uh, he rides off. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does live in this movie. Cool. Good. He does. Because I knew for sure he was in the second one. Yeah. There we are. And that's it. And they ride off on camels into the sunset, literally riding off into the sunset, Matthew. Quite literally. Yeah, it's the mummy, baby. It's fucking fun. It's fun. I get it. I dig this movie. Makes yeah, me want to see The Mummy Returns, but I'm, I'm a little more worried about that one. Yeah, I kind of want to see it too, but you know how that goes. <laughs> I kind of want to see it for the next hour. Ah, I forgot. Do you know that there are 50 comments about this movie? There are, dude. 50. Holy shit. And I don't know what the problem is, but you can't see them all on the Facebook page. Because it's a piece of shit. I can see it on it's, my phone. It's so dumb. It's really dumb, dude. <sighs> so dumb. But I got so, one ready. All right, I will pull it up on the phone. It won't take me but a few seconds. Well, while I, you're doing I, that. I pinned it to the top. I think you forgot to do that, but it's not a big deal. Oops. So you start. All right, I've got one from Mr. Jeremy A. Derry. This movie Derry. has a special place in my heart as being one of the first movies I put together during my time at the movie theater. And when I say put together, I mean actual reels of film. None of that digital bullshit. I remember planning on going home after I was finished, but I sat and watched the first few minutes and ended up staying up, ended up staying for the whole thing. It was an adventure film that didn't seem to take itself seriously. It was fun and goofy in all the right places. It was one of the highlights of my movie theater career, that and the great Freddy versus Jason fiasco, a story for another time. Ooh, you got me so curious, Jeremy. Still one of my favorites. Awesome that you guys are covering it. Badass. Oh, man. Now, yeah, I agree with Danielle Cutter. We need to cover that movie just so we can find out what happened to Jeremy. Indeed. I want to know. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I am. Shall I read, shall I read Danielle Cotta? Read Danielle Cotta. She says, I love this movie. It's cheesy, and a few of the special effects look a little iffy, but it's entertaining as hell, and one of my go-to can't think of anything else to watch, so I'll watch this for the 100th time movies. It's got great action scenes, clever dialogue, and a fun, memorable cast. Frazier nails it as the charming, swashbuckling lead. And Wise is wonderful as the smart, resourceful heroine who bonus has the sexy librarian thing going on. It also doesn't hurt that their on-screen chemistry is pretty fantastic. Well, the movie doesn't quite reach my desert island list. It definitely makes it into the top ten. Wow. I'm beyond excited you guys are covering this and can't wait to hear the show. Wanted to give a special <laughs> shout out to all the people who threw their vote at this per my birthday wish. You guys are awesome sauce. And this group is amazing. I'm happy to return the favor anytime. Well, Danielle Kota, uh, happy belated birthday. And I'm glad that the movie you want to get picked got, got, got won. I'm glad that the movie you want to win won. And it was fun <laughs> to cover. And um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's an enjoyable watch. It's crazy. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> nice. I got one from Mr. Danny Falch. This was a great entry in a long, defunct genre of family-friendly action-adventure movies. It's pretty much a boys' adventure book brought to the big screen. In our current age of dark leads with a troubled past and brutal, ever more brutal, violence, this is a light, refreshing distraction. I really liked this movie when it came out. I appreciate that the lead is just an adventurer and a troublemaker for local authorities and no more. That they took the time to give Rick an 1870s French military revolvers was a nice touch in a Hollywood movie. This movie was probably supposed to be set in 1905 until they decided that they wanted cars and aircraft to be available. Great casting all around in this. The special effects are still good. Both of these make this still a watchable time for today. Agreed. Yep. Um, It's funny, man. There's so many people talking about chemistry, swashbuckling, fun. Mm Mm-hmm. 
a daft romp, I think Craig Dealey says. Ah, so British. Jen uh, Felenius says, I'll never pass this movie up. Adventure, romance, story, Imhotep, the jokes, getting swept in the scenery. Imhotep, I, I see what she's doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember passing it off as Andy Jones Light when it first released. I've grown to appreciate the mummy. Absolutely, Mr. Matthew Lewis. Um, more, let's see. Uh, no, everyone's pretty nice to this. Everybody likes it, man. Hannah Brown. So she really loved this movie when, when I was a kid. I was big into the whole Egyptology thing at school. And whenever I see it now, I still find it really fun to watch. Fun, right? Adore Rachel Weisz. Brandon Fraser, no matter how perfect his acting, uh, how, no matter how perfect his acting is, him in this Enjoy the Jungle are peak thirst moments for me. I love <laughs> British. I love these British birds. Thirst? Oh, everybody says thirst. Yeah. Um, what else here? Um, ridiculously Flick. Fun. Alex Olsen. Alex Olsen, it's I. It's no Scorpion King, that's for sure. Oh, God, that movie's terrible. <laughs> it's rough. You know, that's the I, very first movie that The Rock ever starred in, though. Wow. His first leading role, Scorpion King. That's wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone else? No, man. I think we covered it. Everybody loves it. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I like it. I like yeah, it. This is, this is a, one of the few movies where I'm like, if somebody's like, ah, I fucking hate them on me, I'm like, you're kind of a grump. <laughs> like, you're kind <laughs> of a fucking Scrooge. It's a that's, fun movie. It is, man. It was fun. I'm glad I watched it. It just for sure. I don't know. It works I'd watch on it all again. those I'd watch it again. Yeah. I, I'll admit, I'm, I struggle with a lot more to say than that, <laughs> but I do think it's a very yeah, well made. But that's not fun movie. Totally unfair to say, bro. Right. I mean, there's not a lot of layers here, but the layers that we see it's, are it's, good. Yeah, it's 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 cotton candy. I get it. Yummy, yummy candy gets so good in my tummy. I've said my piece with uh, the mummy, buddy, and I think I'm going to call it here. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're done. This is, this is a fun time. This was a fun time. Absolutely. Well, that was a blast, Mr. Anderson, and I am very happy that we covered it. And uh, I will direct everyone's attention now to libertystreetgeek.net. Of course, go over to the website, check us out. You can uh, find us on social media at LSG Media, Instagram, Twitter. Just look at LSG Media and you'll find the rest of us through that. And of course, um, we have uh, the schedule continue. Our bounty season is continuing. And uh, we are covering Lone Wolf McQuaid next, which is pretty cool. So that's going to be happening the the week of 4th of July. So it doesn't get more American than that. Um, I don't know uh, when we're covering that, but we're going to be covering it. And um, yeah, that's just the way it goes. And um, I think, uh, what else would you say? Anything? I think uh, think we're tapped. I think we're tapped. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks to everyone who tuned in and listened to another edition of the Science Fiction Film Podcast. You guys rock, and we'll see you on the flip side.